1: Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with CB Gold. I'm back, guys. Uh, we have Vince Pichel coming in, and it is a pleasure to have one of uh, the guys that I've always looked up to. He was the first guy that I've ever trained with, the first professional fighter that I've ever actually rolled with. Mac Danzig is here. How are you, Mac? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, now, me and Maco go, we go way back. I mean, what, like nine years ago, I walked into Legends Gym... I had never taken a Jiu-Jitsu class or MA class or anything. And then they're like, they paired me up with you. Uh, My my first class ever. And I think I might have got subbed, I don't know, 10 times in like... Uh, two minutes, three minutes, and I was like so pissed. I was like, Jesus! I, w- I was beating myself up. And you're like, Hey, man, if it was a wrestling match, you would have won. And I was like, Man, that's that actually made me feel a lot better about my life because uh, <laughs> I think I was contemplating suicide at that point. <laughs> but uh, you were you were a great teacher. You uh, I used to go to your class all the time. It was a lot of fun, man.
2: Oh man, yeah, yeah. I remember I remember rolling with you, man. <laughs> yeah, you were always really strong, you know. But but keep in mind, you were coming from. Like zero background of submissions, you were just uh, you know what were you like state champ in Maine or something yeah. wrestling? Yeah, yeah. So, so like I, I you know, you had like a really really good takedowns and really good base and really strong. It's just you know I I had been doing it for a while, so I, I already knew how to how to deal with with people that you know didn't have any submission background. But but yeah, man. I mean, that, you, you were really tough to deal with. You oh, thanks, know? man.
1: That, that, that meant a lot to me. And that I was actually like, uh, it was like. I, I gained a whole new respect for that because at that time you weren't in the Ultimate Fighter yet. You right. you had just you were you were just trying out. I remember some of your classes. Remember those two meatheads that were in class? They were these two like steroid freaks. And <laughs> I, I remember one time I actually tapped one of them with just a straight headlock, a head and arm, <laughs> and looking at you and you were laughing. Uh, and that actually that made me feel really cool. But that was actually a good that that gym we were talking about, Legends Gym in Hollywood. Yeah. It had Dan Hardy was there, uh-huh. Connor Hune. Uh, there was all these like uh, crazy fighters there. Yeah. It was that was actually a really good, very pure, innocent time.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was good. I I, I had a good time there while, while it lasted. But then once I once I won the uh, the show and everything, I just I took off to to Vegas because at the time my mentality was, you know, I had been going out there for for training camps for years anyway to train with uh, Gray Maynard and Tyson Griffin and Mike Pyle and those guys. And then I just said to myself, well i got a i got a balance because i got a i got to train at the where the champs train you know right, what i mean that was that was my my mentality and and i probably could have could have done a lot better if i'd uh maybe not stayed in l a but but went to somewhere that was a little more chill but but yeah i, I had to take off but yeah it was a, it was a good time while it lasted man it was uh it was it was fun man there was there was there was some some always somebody uh coming through you know carl was there for a while
1: but yeah but you were fighting before it was even like a thing like you were I mean you were like you were like a real OG <laughs> I, I mean you became right weren't you like a skateboarder who yeah. then became a fighter yeah. slash photographer
2: yeah yeah I, I dedicated my my pretty much all of my teenage years to, to skateboarding and I wasn't just dorking around I was I was trying to become pro or at least do something in the skateboarding industry like like filming or, or photography or something like that and, um, I, you know, I, I had some flow sponsors, but I was never pro or anything. I just never quite got good enough. And then, um, then I found, found training and fighting and then I just, uh, just kind of, you know, went from there. I had been watching the UFC since it was just, just barely starting, you know, like, like 1994, I was 14 years old and I was just like, man, this is crazy. Like I, I gotta learn, I gotta learn how to fight, <laughs> you know, and I started <laughs> watching it and. I watched it for years and rented whatever VHS tapes that I could from video stores that that had the UFC, and I watched it change from like a spectacle into a sport, weight classes got implemented, Um, you know, sanctioning bodies got involved, yada yada, and and, um, I was watching the whole time, and then it wasn't until about year 2000 I had a chance to start training, and I was like, man... This is what I want to do. So,
1: do you have any wrestling background?
2: No, I don't. I don't. Uh, uh-uh. uh no, I, I never. I never wrestled. I wish I did. You know, but your
1: jujitsu was back- on point.
2: Yeah, I, I started out with with like no gi It Was kind of like my my base, my foundation was was just like submission grappling or whatever you want to call it. And um, and and I took to that real quick. Some people some people learn that real quickly, and and it's not unless you come from a, a, a really long time striking background it's usually pretty easy to get uh gain an understanding of jujitsu because everything is just so hands-on and the balance is pretty apparent the th- things that are tough are in my opinion are, are the boxing and the wrestling those are the those are the hard things
1: you're boxing though i was look, reading like some of the guys you train with i mean you train with freddie roach yeah uh you train with uh gil martinez
2: yeah gil martinez is awesome yeah you
1: think i mean you think he was your favorite boxing instructor
2: Gil Martinez is my favorite boxing coach yeah like 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 Gil Gil taught me he was mostly like a, a mitt guy you know he just hold the mitts but but he taught me a whole lot of stuff and opened up my eyes and and gave me a lot of understanding with my boxing and and my my MMA coach my wrestling coach and MMA coach all all together Rico Chiparelli kind of he he taught me a whole lot of stuff about body mechanics that not only work for just wrestling but but for for boxing and and everything else
1: no i remember when i saw you lose i was like fuck this sport because i was like (laughs) i was like because this dude i must have tapped me 75 times in a minute i'm like this guy's never gonna lose i remember when you won the ultimate fighter i'm like there's nobody who's gonna beat mac Danzig," uh and then i think your first loss was to clay guida right yeah
2: yeah uh, yeah i lost the decision to clay guida and that's
1: when i'm like I, he's probably one of the most frustrating guys to fight because it's just nonstop. It's like going on a treadmill at ten the entire time, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not. You know what? It was. It was weird. I expected him to fight that way, but uh, if you if you look back at my fight with him, that was the first time that he decided to pull the stalling game. Now, um, Clay's a great guy. He's an awesome fighter. He's 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 awesome. But you know. He did that against me and I wasn't expecting that because in his fights prior to fighting me, every time he got someone down, he started going all caveman on him and just like going 100%. And that's what his fight with Tyson Griffin was like. That's what his fight with Roger Huerta was like. And I was counting on the the, the possibility of him, if he got me down, leaving leaving openings to scramble and get back up because he was so wild with it. But he he just held. He held really tight, and he had really good positioning, and his 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 grip was hard to break. And he just he just held, and he did the same thing to Nate Diaz. He beat Nate by decision um, right after right after he fought me with the same type of tactics. So every now and then Clay throws a, a like a, a wrench in there and, and and changes things up, and that's what he did that night. And I wasn't expecting it. He just he had good cardio, but it was mostly he was just relentless with the with with wanting to hold me down. And know? it's
1: got to be hard to train for a guy like that because who at the gym is going to emulate that,
2: right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, most guys they 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 want to move, they want to, you know, they want to create something and want to try to pass, but but see Clay was one of those guys. People would train with him and, and roll with him and be like, "Oh man, Mac, you you're going to you're going to tear this guy up because I rolled with him and I just was tapping him all over the place, but they what they don't understand is when you get in there and, and, and fight, it's different than when you're just rolling. Like, I think Clay, you know, if he's if he's just rolling in the room and, and he's just trying to, you know, go with the flow and, and play the game, he'll probably get caught and stuff. But in the fight, man, he's he, he knows exactly what to do and what not to do, and he's not going to leave himself open for anything, so... Yeah, the fight's a whole different. That's like
1: Dan um, Hardy, probably the same thing, right?
2: Yeah, Dan, Dan's similar in a different way. Yeah, yeah. You people know.
1: are like, "Oh, I pro- I rolled them. You're definitely gonna beat them." And then you get, right. not, and then next thing I know, you're fucking looking at yeah, the ceiling. Yeah,
2: some people are gamers, man. Uh, they 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 bring it in the fight, and and the 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 training doesn't tell the tale of of how good they are, you know. So how much do you miss it? I miss it a lot. Um, I, I there's a lot of things I don't miss about it. I don't miss like the like all the pressure and everything I don't miss the weight cutting that's for sure um but uh but I I definitely um I definitely miss the competition and um the sport is getting like really you know saturated with really good high level guys and um I i, I I, I love watching it but at the same time then there's a lot of guys that i'm looking at i'm like man i want to go in there i want head. i want to slap this guy right no but 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 yeah you know i train with some fighters and, and i te- teach some fighters and stuff and it keeps that spark going in me like like and it keeps me reminding me that uh, that i am still good and i still
1: so let's let's, I, let's actually plug your gym right now so if i'm in la uh, yeah and i want to train with mac danzig what right. do i do
2: well you could you could go to one of two places. You could either contact me directly or and, and, and train with me at, at my at my home studio and I, I do privates and there contact and contact you really uh, how? Uh you would you would email me at um uh, at, at yahoo.com. And then um if other, otherwise uh if you want to do like a group class or a larger group class, I teach out a strong sports gym which is in uh which is downtown. Strong sports gym, yeah.
1: I'm telling you, once, once I get my, my, uh, my leg fixed, I'm coming back for that rematch. Dude. There you I go.
0: Mean, <laughs> Don't hold your breath, man.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, uh, let's talk about the weekend. So, uh, first of all, the Sunday night was the comedy show at the Laugh Factory. It was me, Brian Callen, uh, Mike E. Winfield, Dana White, Matt Sarah, and Dean Thomas performed.
0: And David Spade. And
1: David Spade. All did stand-up. And I, I, I hosted. I was nervous, man. It's like, first of all, you know, watching Luke Rockhold get knocked out was a big wake-up call. Because at first I'm like, oh, I'm going to smash this, this this crowd. And I'm like, I don't know how confident I should get right now because you, you never want to underestimate any audience. And I'm like, man, it would suck to bomb in front of all MMA fans because they're, they're the ones who are going to let me hear it on, like, Twitter. So I was, like, totally kind of going over my set. I'm like, all right, I have regular jokes I'm going to do for my act. And then I got to put MMA jokes because if, if like you can't do them here, you know where are you gonna do them? So the show was at six. It was a sold-out show, and CB had to go. Uh
0: wow! Um, it was a really fun night. It was it was some great comedians. The fighters did very very well. I think Dean Thomas dropped talk more. What about N me right bombs. now? I don't get to the fighters. Okay, <laughs> um, let's put it this way, guys. I was there. I, I watched Adam, like he said, there were a bunch of MMA fans there, so it, it, it worked out to his MMA roasted gimmick. Um, but let's just say I had to walk through a few blood puddles walking out of the uh, the comedy club because Adam murdered that room.
1: Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And, I'm, and by the way, I did not pay CB to say this. Uh, he, he, he actually texted me this after the show. It was a great – I was having fun. It was one of those shows where I was like, man, this is awesome. This is why I do every, all those horrible, shitty shows for shows like this. It's like this is why I'm sure, Mac, you could say all those – all those nights where you're like, "The fuck am I doing?" You're you're you're, you're just rolling. You're dripping sweat. Yeah. You're getting tapped by you know eight, three black belts or whatever yeah. you're doing, or all American wrestlers taking you down, or yeah. you're getting lit up. It's for that night where you knock out Joe Stevenson yeah. in the first round, and that's how I felt with MMA with with this show. It was just it was great. I had a blast, and I will tell you, Dean Thomas has a future in comedy. Uh, I knew he was going to be good because he has he's taking like three. Class, he's in like three improv troupes. So in in Miami, he's something he aspires to do. So I knew he was gonna be good, and he was great. And I'll tell you, Dana White was so nervous backstage. He was sweating, arm sweat. Like he was, I mean, he was like visibly scared almost, but he went on and he killed. He he had great jokes, uh, and the crowd loved it. And same with Sarah. Sarah was also nervous. I'm like, and I'm giving him advice. Like, Sarah, just be you. Just you're already hilarious as it is. And Sarah had a great set, and uh, it was a great night. I think the, the crowd loved it. And it, it went really well. Uh, I was I was thrilled to be a part of it. I was so happy. It was a lot of fun. Matt Sarah unblocked me on Twitter. Uh, he told me he was mad at me because I said he has to lose thirty pounds to make heavyweight. And, and I, oh, yeah, then Dana said the same fucking thing. Well, yeah, that, that was the thing. And then yeah, I me. But I was, I was super happy with it. And it was uh, it was cool. We actually talked a lot about me and Dana talked about the, the Rock Holz fight and UFC one ninety nine, which we're gonna get into right now. So I was at UFC one ninety nine and. It was me, Baba, Tyler went, um, and I took Bree, my girlfriend. Uh, it was one of those things where it was like I got like, you know, CB was upset, kind of, but at the same time, you sold your tickets. And I knew this was gonna pop B- up. Bubba on the is podcast. a fighter, uh, but we, me and CB, squashed it. We're cool, right?
0: Yeah, we're cool. All right, good. So, yeah. What you guys For talking now? about? Uh,
1: so I had four tickets, and I, I was I had I was taking Bree and Tyler, my other co-hosts. I was leaving. And then I took Bubba Jenkins, who's a, a professional fighter. start
0: from the beginning. You were supposed to take your dad.
1: I was going to take my dad. My dad, the last minute, was like, Adam, I, don't, I, don't, I have to work. I can't go. So I had an extra ticket. So I took... Anyway, so let's talk about the fights from the, the ground up. Uh, I was super impressed with um, Bruce Leroy. I did not see him smashing Cole Miller like that. Cole almost got the armbar in the third. I was like, what, but he he didn't finish it, which I was surprised because it looked like he was very very close to finishing it. Bruce Leroy and I, you know, I was, ta- I was talking to you guys before the show. Is would that Cole Miller have beaten BJ Penn? No, you don't think he would have? No, Mac.
2: Uh, I did not see that fight. I didn't <laughs> yeah. see that fight. No, I I I, I only watched the uh, the main and the, the main.
1: Okay, uh, yeah. well, Cole Miller. Um, he looked a little flat. He just it, got shut down. He got shut down. Bruce Leroy looked great. Uh, he almost pulled it off though in the third, and it was funny because Bubba was saying chocolate melts in the third, um, but but no. So Cole Miller, uh, that th- that was rough to watch. I'll tell you, the James Vick fight, I did not see that going down. I mean, Benil Dariush beat Vick at his own game, which is boxing. He got outstruck by a, a grappler, which is which is crazy. I mean, Mac, sometimes do you under- Does that happen sometimes with fighters like? Okay, you're the guy's a predominantly a boxer, and he's fighting a grappler. So you yeah. think there's no way this guy's going to beat me in boxing, and right. then he catches you. And
2: then and then you you, you underestimate the person. Yeah, I mean, uh, lots of times that can be a good game plan to implement is 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 giving somebody a taste of their own medicine. And if the if they had spent eight to twelve weeks training on nothing but defending the takedown, and they're not even thinking about their boxing, and you just change up the rhythm. By getting in their face and throwing combos and stuff, uh, that's uh, that's going to throw a lot of people off, man. And that's that's another thing about the sport. It's not just how good you are and how good you are in the room, but your ability to adapt. You know, that's
1: uh, that's that's the name of the game, man. How, how how good was your ability to adapt as far as
2: you know? I think it was pretty good. I i didn't i didn't do. I, I'm not satisfied with what I did in my career. I mean, like i I, I feel like. I I, I did some things that I'm proud of and everything, but like, you know, there's there's people who are like, I'm just happy to be here and I worked hard to be here and I'm happy to be here. And there's people that want to be like a champion or a world beater. You know what I mean? And I and I I went back and forth with it. But for the most part, I was the latter and I didn't want to end up, you know, I I, I wanted to fight the Ben Hendersons of the world. You know what I mean? And I never got there. You know what I mean? So like I, I feel like my ability to adapt was it wasn't bad. But, like, I, I, I probably learned a whole lot about that and fighting and, and understanding the psychology of it and, 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 and how to respond to, to certain situations a lot better once I retired. You know, it's just, that's the way it goes. But you're you also know? a kid.
1: I mean, did you finish high school? No, I did not. So you're a kid who didn't finish high school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your goal was to be a professional skateboarder.
2: Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and now you're fighting in the highest level. You're in yeah. the pros of fighting. Yes. Yeah, sure, you won sure. the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. You fought in Japan. I mean, you've yeah. accomplished a lot, dude. You're a black yeah. belt too.
2: Yeah, yeah, black belt and jitsu Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with a lot of things, but you know, that's most most people that are super competitive. You know, they're, they're not satisfied. You know, if you talk to like. I mean, like one of my closest friends in the sport is Gray Maynard, and and I know he's st- he he was he won't talk about it. He's not a complainer, but I know it still hurts him that he didn't make the Olympics in wrestling. I know still that it still hurts him that he wasn't a national champ. You know, he's all American two or three times, but you know, like like everybody's got their level of competitive yeah. spirit, and and um, you know, I I th- I feel like like I didn't accomplish what I could have, and most people don't, but um. The only difference between you know someone that barely makes it into the the UFC or or doesn't you know and someone who's like you know a, like a like a world champion lots of times is just the the, the drive you know that's the, that's but what did you have the drive it. I I had it and then I had a whole lot of self doubt you know no no doubt about that you know like a lot of people deal with that and then I think I beat myself more than than anyone ever beat me you know I th- I think you, you, the when you when when everything becomes apparent to you what this whole thing is about, it, you sit back and you look at it and you say you know what it's a fight against yourself the whole time you know that's that's what the main thing is 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 you you're you're fighting yourself and you got you got to learn how to do that properly and and I was always I was always putting myself down and I wasn't believing in myself and and everyone around me is just like what's with this guy man he's really good and you know it. it it can only take you so far. I want. I I wanted to avoid being the dude who was like, oh, how do you say it? Like, I, I wanted to avoid being the guy who who was like, oh, I'm the greatest thing in the world, and then you get smashed. You know what I mean? So I was always like. Thinking I was being realistic about it, but I was just being hard on myself the whole time. You know? I can totally identify yeah, with that. Yeah, even as yeah. a
1: comic, I'm, I'm like that. It's like, yeah. I have a great set. Yeah, but I didn't record it. Right. Or, yeah, but I didn't do any new jokes. Yeah, but I didn't do that. Yeah, it was an easy crowd. Right. Yeah, it was like, yeah, but it's always, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah,
2: yeah, totally, yeah.
1: But, you know, it's, it's good. That, look, you're a young guy. What are you, like 36? Yeah, I'm 36. I yeah. mean, you're not even a third way dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so i mean for a 36 year old to accomplish what you've accomplished
2: yeah i i appreciate it, man I, I i feel good i'm happy with a lot of things that, that i've done but but like like back to the question being like like did i have good ability to adapt like in a way i did like i was tough you know like there was no way anybody was just going in there and steamrolling me like real quick or anything but except for melvin yeah, the Melvin fight. With you. Yeah, no, no, that that was the only fight I got blown out of the water in, and like you know, and but like you know, it wasn't it wasn't a real quick fight or anything. It was no. just like it was just a bad it was a bad night for me, man. And when he's on, he's hard to deal with. You oh, know? I, I I still and, think
1: he's probably one of the guys in the UFC or in all in all of fighting who could have been. He's that guy in the gym that you're like, he could have been one of the best ever.
2: Yeah, it's like if I fight Melvin five times, he could knock me out five times, and I submit him real quick the other five times. It's like it's, you never know which Melvin you're getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and he was on when I fought him, and he, he's, he's a good fighter, man. And, and that was right when I was realizing that um, I, couldn't, I couldn't take the shots anymore. I had too many years of, of concussions and subconcussive concussive uh, injuries in in uh, sparring and sparring way too hard for too many years and, and um it all caught up. You also me. boxed, right? Uh, I I had one boxing fight, but like it was it was all that wasn't the the deal. The problem was was the years of hard sparring and not and not taking a rest in between sparring sessions. You know, getting hit hard, taking it, and just keep going. You know, that's that's what screwed me up, and that's what screws a lot of people up. They lose their chin in the in the gym. You remember how how. Chuck Liddell would be pretty much impossible to knock out and you could hit him with whatever, and he was just standing there and he would just throw the left hook at you and not even blink and then all of a sudden one one fight he's he's going to sleep, and people are tapping him he's going to sleep and the, and and the body figures out how to defend itself and it reacts that way and now I don't go to sleep, but if I go to the spar in the in in the gym and I get hit on the chin, like my legs will go out from under me for a second, and that's enough. To make the ref go, oh, and almost step, stop the fight. And then if your opponent follows it up with another punch or two, the fight stops. So that was
1: happening to you in the gym?
2: That was happening to me in the gym. I got, I, got, I got knocked out, like not out cold, but like I got like pretty much KO'd like to the point where my body wasn't um, responding for like a good five or ten seconds a week and a half, my last sparring session before I fought Melvin. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm going into a fight against a guy that hits so hard knowing that like I can't take a shot. So... I just went in there and I and that's probably why I fought so so standoffishly. You know, what I mean, every I I would corner him and I wouldn't exchange because I didn't want to exchange with him. And then he would throw something I back up and then I. Now, were you sparring
1: with four ounce gloves or were you sparring with? No, box I was gloves? sparring
2: with sixteen. It was it was a kick I took. The, the, to, the yeah yeah. Who the fuck
1: was, is kicking you a week before the fight? Right,
2: you're right. However, but the the problem wasn't wasn't the 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 partner or the fact that I, that I got kicked too hard or anything like that. It wasn't even that hard of a kick. We weren't going that hard it was just that uh, i had been hurt in practice many times leading up to that even you know what that's I mean? bullshit if yeah, i'm yeah, your yeah.
1: coach and some dude throws a kick and buckles you yeah, we yeah, yeah. A fight, that dude's out of the gym
2: yeah yeah i i know the, the problem was like my ability to i mean i used to be able to take shots like a champ you know like like i could take any any, any shot on the chin i could take it and and you know, I might see stars for a second, but I keep going, and then my ability to take the shots just just dwindled. And, and so, you know, like I'm I'm taking a, a year off of sparring now, like a, and um. Yeah, what do you still? See speak- how I feel
1: a year off sparring? Yet, of course, you're not fighting. What you well, fighting? yeah,
2: I mean, I still I still like to get in there and move around with the guys every now and then. You know, what I mean, I, I, the fighters that I'm teaching and stuff, and that I'm working with. I like to, to give them a good look. And I like just, I mean, I love the the craft. I love boxing. I love MMA. And I, I like to get in there and mix it up. And um, at uh, around around March, me and my wife decided that it was best that, that I, I take a, a year off. I was actually talking to a guy who's a good friend of mine now um, that uh, that I fought once is uh, Matt Wyman yeah and uh, Matt said handsome uh, yeah handsome Matt Wyman yeah he's a good guy and um, we were talking because he lives up in Portland and uh, I'm thinking about moving up there and he uh, he said how about taking some I told him about my issues with the with the shots and everything he said how about taking a year off I'm like a year a year with no sparring—that's no fun. Dude, you know? Listen,
1: if you're not fighting, you don't need to be sparring. Look, I, I love it's you, Matt. so
2: much fun though. I,
1: I, I, you're fucking psycho, all right. I mean, you're worse than this psycho. Listen, if you're not, if you're, if you're gonna come back and fight, then yeah, it's sparring. But now it's yeah. relax. You, you've, you've had a ton of wars, man. You were yeah. fighting that, like, come on. And plus, yeah. all that, you know. So uh, more fights. I'll tell you, Jessica Penny's fight. Uh, I was hoping you brought
0: that up because uh, that was unreal. That girl,
1: she fought. What's her Jessica name? Jessica Andrade. Jessica Andrade. And you know what? I see it a lot. I saw it with that other girl, that uh, Valerie Letourneau. When a girl goes down from 135 to 115, there is a huge difference. The only time I see it, the only I see it not work was that with that boxer girl in the UFC against who made the finals against uh, Juliana Pena. Oh, uh, uh,
0: Jessica Ricosi.
1: Yeah, she. But I think it's like. But these girls, like Valerie, and now this other girl. Well, Valerie's at 125 now. Well, okay, the one, well. But before that. Before yeah. that, I think it's like almost like losing 40 pounds for a dude, because uh, I just feel like they're just so much stronger at 115 if they've normally yeah, my, fight my at my 135. Wife
2: fights, my wife fights at 115, and I can tell you just by watching her train with some other female fighters and watching, you know, some of her fights, like she she only cuts like five pounds, like you know the the week of the fight and. These other girls are really big, and like with 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 you know the lower you get in weight, every yeah. pound makes a big difference. And you're fighting at 205. You know the guy walks around 218. You walk around at two, you know 25. Not that big of a deal. You probably won't even notice it. Those guys fluctuate, yeah. You know day to day that much, but but with the girls and and with anyone at that at that 115 man that. That's a huge Especially
1: huge with the. And I, maybe it's because, of, you know, women's MMA is a little bit still behind men's MMA. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure the girls even admit that just because there's, there's less fighters out there. It hasn't been around as long. I mean, now it's finally, you know, becoming not as. You have to be a master at one domain, like the, the, the judo star versus the boxer. You know, it's sort of like. It's become more of a hybrid. But this girl, Jessica Penny, is a tough girl, a, a great fighter. And she just got steamrolled it looked like joanna too it looked like and that girl is back to back but she's a girl that lost to raquel pennington right yeah
0: i think so i think one of the things that she said though was she said you know i dropped to 115 because there is no happy medium right now so i dropped the 20 she said i i was hoping i didn't lose my power which you can never really tell until you actually get in there she said i might get faster but if i lose the power it could be different and she just got in there i don't think Jess. i don't think jessica penny landed more than like two or three and I, punches she the whole looked like time. a mini
1: tyson that little that little chick
0: she and she's such a sweetheart but she was just steamrolling yeah. her and i was talking to her after the fight and she actually gave me her media day press board that i still have oh, that's in my so car sweet. she signed it nice. um but
1: I didn't. I didn't expect that fight to go that way no, at all. I no, thought it maybe, was going to be way I, more. And I thought I thought Penny was going to take it to the ground, use jujitsu, do her like crazy thing. I mean, and it was just it was a beatdown, and I felt bad because I like Jessica a lot, and uh, and she she's not the kind of girl. You know, you see fighters a lot of times they can shrug it off. They, could, they, they lose. The next day, they're, they're partying that night. I, I'll never forget. I'm with Chad Mendes the night he loses to Conor McGregor, and he's, he's, he's having a party. Granted, he just got a half a million dollars. I'd probably be having a party, too. Okay, but I've seen it. Too. I'm sure, Mac, you've seen some fighters, they lose, and it's like they didn't even have a fight. Yeah. Versus other guys that you don't hear from them for a week or two or a month or two months and in, I was the latter. You the I was latter. like that even even when I won.
2: <laughs> I was like I'm out of here. Like I don't I don't want to see the inside of the gym. I don't want, you know, but uh but yeah, man, it's 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 the highest high and the lowest low and and I I never I never really it's not that I don't understand it. I guess I can understand it, but I never was of the personality of okay, well, everything that I worked for for the past 12 weeks is just completely shot and and that was horrible and that didn't go the way it went oh let's go and have some drinks and just right. forget about it like i mean i put so much into it that i i'm just thinking to myself man like like you know i just want to play the fight over and over again in my head like like it's it's torturous but that's what you end up doing like when i lost to josh Neer, like i was just I, I i pulled an all-nighter i just sat, sat up all f- freaking night just thinking of it you know and and that I think anybody that's, that's really dedicated or really cares, that's, that's what's going to happen. And
1: then so, everyone yeah. wants to ask you about the fight, right? Because yeah, like, yeah. that's the thing about fighting. When I, uh-huh. Even when I wrestled in high school, if I lost a match, you didn't see me for two weeks. I mean, right. uh, and I, it was a boarding school. and You couldn't even yeah. hide. And <laughs> I would not leave my room because I felt like I let everybody down. Yeah. I let my friends down. I'm a loser. This yeah. is the only thing I have going for me. Now what? Without wrestling, I have nothing. Granted, a lot of that comes from being a 16-year-old and a 15-year-old. But I can only imagine being a fighter, where everybody you meet is like, "When's your next fight?" or "Who do you want to fight next?" or "What's <laughs> like being?" A, that's all they talk about. It's yeah. probably hard to look at yourself as, "No, I'm, I'm Mac Danzig. I'm not just a fighter. Right. There's more to me."
2: Yeah, yeah. Correct. Totally, man. Yeah, it's it 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 was that was always hard for me. And then you compound that with, like, the criticisms that 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 people give you online and everything like that, or not just online, but just. I don't know. It's it, mostly online is a big medium that people use to to, to you know <laughs> tell criticize. you what you could have done better. Yeah, yeah. The, everyone's an expert, you know. And you know, it's funny. Like, and I'm not saying this to sound like some sort of a, a tough guy or some stuff like that. But like, you know, it, out of all the 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 shit talking that that happened to me, like throughout my career. And people like not liking me for just odd reasons or deciding that they didn't like me for what I didn't eat or or whatever the 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 funniest the, 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 the funniest thing about all that is never once did anybody and I would have had respect for them if they did come up to me and be like, "You know what I didn't like the way that you said this or that or i I don't think you're that good of a fighter or whatever that is that no one ever once criticized me like talked to me to my face, and I'm not saying like." oh, well, they didn't do it because they're scared because I would have kicked their ass. It's not that I would like do something to them physically. It's just even like a one-on-one in person. I never had anyone confront me of or, course not. or say anything. It's just the, 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 the online thing is very But weird. you
1: actually quit the Internet, correct? I didn't
2: quit it completely. I, I, you know, I still have like, a, like I'm not on Facebook at all. I can't mess with Facebook. Right. Like, Facebook is just that's that's the devil right there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 uh, I I've, I had a little Instagram account that me and my wife use because we you know we just promote our you know our brand or whatever and and you know like that that we're teaching classes in private. She teaches um, women's classes and in kids classes and stuff. And um, I, I'm on Instagram. And I still have a Twitter account. I just don't I don't use it that much anymore. But you never know. I might. I might jump back into it, um, but yeah, I, I kind of stay—I I stay away from most of that stuff. I don't—I don't get on those forums or anything.
1: Okay, so we got Vince coming in. Uh, Vince, so can, can you hear Vince? Okay, so cool. Yeah, no, I mean, and I—I I, I hear you. I think that you uh is one thing about you, Mac, is that you are a really—you're a, a very real person. You know, you're actually like you're not a. Hey, shut up, Miles. Yeah. I mean, you are. You, you know, you're exactly the person you are. You're not like one of these guys that's going to act a certain way, or you yeah. know, it's just that's you.
2: Yeah, but, I, I, I believe in authenticity. Like I look for that in in, in everything that that I do, whether it's like uh, uh, any anything that I'm into, any kind of art or or anything like that. Like I appreciate authenticity. That's why I really like that the Johanna. J- Yo, Jaycheck or whatever her name I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, her yeah. Name. yeah. I, I really liked when she first came out. I'm not sure what's going on with her now because she's kind of blown up. I feel up like a she's bit. she's buying into.
1: <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Hey.
2: Well, she's buying into feeling like she needs to promote fights by creating conflict. Oh but, yeah. But um, which is what she's doing on the Ultimate Fighter show. But but regardless of that. Like if you put that to the side, man. I saw like when she fought Carla Sparza and Jessica Penne. I saw someone who was like, when she got in the, those girls' faces, she meant it. You know what I mean? Like like it wasn't. You know she had a lot of game. You know. What oh, I mean? she's different level. And, uh, and and I and and I just appreciate authenticity like on all levels. You know, and and I try to embody that as much as I can because I just uh, I. I can't hang with the fakeness, man. It, it's, it's just too much for me. You no, know? I think
1: a lot of people... Now, by the way, you being a vegan, uh, me, like, uh, personally, I, 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 I love animals. I have a dog that was used as bait for pit bull fighting. I have two cats. And now my girlfriend, recently there was a cat that was following her around uh, by her dumpster, and she was feeding it. Every, every, every night she was feeding this cat. So it turns out the cat's pregnant, and it was pregnant a couple months ago. When a couple, and, and we don't know where the kittens went. I think they all died. So now the cat is pregnant again. What's up, What's up brother? Get, th- uh, have, have, a, have a seat. Yeah. By the way, Vince Pichel just showed up, a uh, fellow UFC fighter. I don't know if you know Mac Danzig. Hey, how uh, you doing, man? Good to meet you. Good to meet so, you. So let's cut to the fact that so now, um, so now uh, she already has a cat. And my girlfriend's roommate was like, I don't know. It's living in the bathroom and I can't use the bathroom now because there's a cat in here. So I have two bathrooms in my apartment, so I'm like, all right, you know what, I'll take, we could put one of the cats in the bathroom. So now I have a pregnant cat in my bathroom, uh, and this cat, what I didn't realize, it was a wild cat, so it has no idea how to use the litter box. So it's peeing all over the fucking bathroom. This cat smells like absolute dog shit. I took it to actually get groomed today. They were like, we're not going to groom a pregnant cat because it's never seen water before or a bath. A cat uh, smells like dog shit? Oh, uh, you're right, exactly. It smells like urine. So I actually I have like baby wipes for cats now. I've been. Hand yeah, cleaning it, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now I have, So, if anybody wants lives in LA and wants kittens, let me know because I'm gonna, I'm about to. So, um, I actually periscoped it before and someone's like, You got the cat pregnant? I'm like, Yeah, I got the cat pregnant. Thank you. you have a don't you have cat herpes? So, that no, would, no, the fuck. other cat has cat uh, herpes. I, I, yes. I know, okay, so. Uh, that being said,
2: uh, that's how you make a Catwoman, right? Uh,
1: yeah, right. Exactly. So now I have interspecies. So uh, Vince Michelle is here. Uh, before we get into the the rest of the fights, because we get, we have to talk about uh, the main events. We got to talk about the Ariel Hawani thing. We're gonna talk about Brock Lesnar. We're gonna talk about Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor too. Kimbo but we got Slice. a guy, Kimbo Slice, passing away. Rest in peace, Kimbo Slice. Uh, we have a guy here that is, started fighting at age twenty six years old. Uh, had never fought before other than in backyards in uh, <laughs> in Simi Valley. Okay. Uh, he then be- made the UFC in three years of training, having no formal training. Joined J- Big John McCarthy's gym yep. and before- tried I out like the ultimate people, fighter. Yeah. Uh, w- and h- won his first eight fights, right?
4: Uh, seven. Seven or fights. Seven
1: and no, all stoppages, correct?
4: Yeah, all knockouts, first or second round. No yes, one, no one went past the second.
1: So he actually, so he joins the uh, UFC. He uh, he ends up going to the Ultimate Fighter. He he like loses. He loses on the Ultimate Fighter, right? Yeah, to, lost to Ali Al Al the semifinals. Then you made the UFC. I want a rematch too, Al. And you fought that guy Rustam. Who, yeah. who uh, Got this, my ass kicked he, who, was at he suplexed you 19 times On your back uh, <laughs> You went unconscious <laughs> due to a suplex okay. However, your next fight was against Anthony uh, Angicuani Oh no, no, I fought A, I fought a, a small guy, I fought uh, Garrett Whiteley And then Angicuani So you won your last two fights yeah. uh, You beat Anthony Angicuani And then I beat the hell out of you him. fucked up your back uh, Really bad Because while you're in the UFC, you're working at triple A yeah, no, no, it was my shoulder
4: actually. Your shoulder? Yeah, I pulled my shoulder changing the tire. Well,
1: I, which which shows you how fucked up payment is for the UFC guys. I mean, what other sport do you have a professional athlete working AAA? Is there anybody on the Lakers working AAA right now? Or even I don't even think guys that play professional major league soccer are working AAA. Uh, but Vince is probably not. So how? But you haven't fought in two years. How's it going? How are you, man? Um, I'm doing good,
4: actually. I was struggling there for a while, but I just kept the smile on my face, kept going. Everything's going good now. Are you um, back in the gym? Yeah, I'm back in the gym training. Uh, that whole, uh, shoulder incident, um, it was, it was pretty fucked. Uh, I had to go through a workman's comp battle, which I'll never do again. Um... It dragged out for like two years because my manager, that that at the time was trying to you know tell Workman's comp that I'm fully healed and I'm fighting this uh, and that because I was doing the USO tours for the troops. Right. So I went to Texas for a couple of weeks and I went to the Middle East to you know visit the troops. I got and, you uh, on that tour. The yeah, that was really cool. Thank and, you for that. Yeah, no problem. Um, your Dad. Thank you too. <laughs> yes. And uh, so the whole time I'm battling with these with these dickheads, kind of just going through the motions. I couldn't train. I was afraid to train. they had people following me around, so I was kind of go through that bullshit. Uh, It's all over now. They paid me to go away, so it's over. I'm training now and uh, getting back in there. I want to fight again soon.
1: So, how now what gym are you at now?
4: Uh, now i'm all over the place right now honestly uh big john's closed down recently Um, really it did are you serious Yeah, i don't know why oh man i I I didn't know about that i wasn't training because of my shoulder surgery so
2: yeah because because he had actually um talked to me a while ago well it was it was around uh maybe nine months ago and he had wanted to start have a new person come in and teach a kids program and he he, out it was a really good offer and just because of my home situation and, and like, I couldn't move at the time. I, I just, I had because to turn
4: we're, you're it you're like in Culver
2: City, aren't you? I'm near Culver City, yeah, you yeah. You train at PKG, right? I used to, I used to, uh, yeah, man. yeah. Not not so much anymore. I teach out of Strong Sports, which is a gym downtown, and I just teach people one-on-one, like, at my place. Oh, right on. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, John's a great guy, man. I got a lot of respect for him, man. I, I didn't know his, his place went under, man. This, yeah, uh,
4: same here. In, so where are you uh, training? I don't really know logistics of it, but it just sucks, because yeah. that's, like, my home gym. That's where I started, and I'm still wow. with my coach, Brian uh, Peterson. In, but now yeah. I'm just kind of all over the place. Like, I go to the Jet Center, uh, train with Peter Cunningham. That's where I go kickboxing. Um, I train in street sports and see me with my buddy uh, with the Bonds and a couple of friends over there. Um,
1: Are you to, training, with, you any, know, with, with, training. With, with any any pros or no? Um, no, well, just
4: mainly jujitsu guys over there. Um, over at uh, over at the Jet Center, yeah. Like, I, I got a couple good training partners who were like, I got, got this guy Herman Baltazer. I just call him Baltazer actually. His name is Baltazar. Um, he's a really good kickboxer he's traveling around the world now basically whooping everyone's ass just I mean his first kickboxing fight he, he fought in WCK and whooped the Argentina's Argentina I think it's Argentina they're uh their world champion who was like 67 and one or something like that and he came out oh you know oh no whooped this dude's ass like that's how badass he is but he's just so like quiet about himself he you know what I mean so I have really good training partners um, but I'm just bouncing around right now I mean
1: are you nervous though that like does it worry that you that you're not at like a one stop shop, like a um, you're not at an alliance, you're not at a ATT, you're not at a AKA, honestly. you no. trying to do your own thing,
4: no? Because I mean, those places are great, and I love alliance and I love going to places like that because it's like everyone and you got beasts in those places. But I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of just doing whatever, like, it doesn't really matter to me, whatever I have to do, I'm going to do it. And... Can, can I say something? Shop, you can I,
2: you I, I think I think that uh, that's actually better because I, I going to different of, gyms yeah going to gy- different gyms and 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 experiencing different environments and different types of practices and and not being like oh well I got to be at Greg Jackson's or I got to be at Couture's, or I got to be at this place or that place like like when you when you become a part of those places it's cool because yeah like it's a one-stop shop and everything's there but it's a it's a dog fight all the time and we're all tough knuckleheads and we're all willing to beat the crap out of each other and that's what ends up happening like that's for, for two years, all it was like me, Gray Maynard, Tyson Griffin, Mike Pyle, Martin Campman, um, Jay Haran, all just going 100% with each other all the time. And that's, uh, that's contributed to me losing my chin. You know what I mean? If you, if you are just working around with people here and there and you go where you want, when you want... It's I I, th- I think as long as You got your head Screwed on right That's actually Probably better in, Plus, in plus it seems like A
1: lot of guys If you're with, with The same guys every day They know what you're Going to do yeah. You know what they're Going to do right yeah. Versus you kind of
4: Right Yeah and it's kind of Like a variety too Like like he was saying Like you get different Bodies different people And i see sometimes Like me training Like when I went to Alliance I started Getting stale a little bit Like kind of like It it started becoming like a job or routine, and I don't really like that kind of routine thing. Mm -hmm. I like shit just being like, just everywhere. You know what I mean, like all over the place. Because then I don't get used to something. Totally, and I like that.
1: Now, last time you were on the show, you had just gotten, you broke up with the girl. You were, you were supposed to get married last
4: year. You were supposed to get
1: married. You were totally fucked up.
4: Yeah, is everything is everything
1: okay now? now? Yeah, everything's good. Are you guys back together? No, no, no. I don't even talk to her still, and
4: I mean, I don't even talk to her. You done? Yeah, we're done. Um, I'm. All I'm going to say is, like, the be- I wish her the best of luck. I mean, I don't really want to say, I want to say, fuck you, you're a dumb bitch. But, yeah. I mean, I wish her nothing but the best. <laughs> okay. Shit happens, and-, and I understand that. So, it is what it is. Any,
1: Are you with any chicks now, or no? Uh,
4: yeah, I'm seeing someone right now. No, wait, wait uh, where'd
1: you meet her? Um... Tinder? Actually,
4: she, no, no, I'm not. I'm not down for those dating sites. There's a lot of catfishes on there. I mean, I don't know, but I presume. <laughs> right? No, no it's, I tr- it's true. I don't trust bitches. I don't trust if they're not in front of my face. You okay. Know what I mean? I've like, been
0: catfished several times on those sites. <laughs>
1: I think you are the catfish. But she's
4: okay. The, catfish.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> the creepy <go> catfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
4: right, go on. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's kind of a it's kind of a like a long story. But to shorten it, uh, we were roommates for a little bit. Uh, she's super hot, uh, just smoking hot. Um, we were we were hooking up for a little bit uh, turning a little more than that so now we're kind of just seeing are you each in other love and, and it's cool i wouldn't say i'm in love but you know i like the girl i care about her a lot but things are progressing nice me, I, me personally like i'm not kind of i just got out of that almost marriage so i'm like fuck relationships i don't want to be a part of this i don't want to have to worry about someone else and yeah. deal with someone else you know what i mean but at the same time like it's hard because me and her get along too well so it's like kind of hard it's it's now have you a, talked
1: to joe silva about getting you a fight
4: no not yet um but you're cleared yeah i'm clear with workman's comp so now i'm now i'm just training and i'm trying to get myself back in shape um before i'm gonna wait probably like a month and month and a half before i before i try to sign a contract so that I, I, I saw wait. you
1: online i mean no offense can, you look man. good but a little dad bodish you have to like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm getting rid of that i'm trying to get rid of that shit <laughs> all right good <laughs> it happens man i guess like because
4: i mean for me being like a fighter I'm i'm not really like the healthiest eater at all like i mean i love fast food i eat shitty like you know what i mean like I'm honestly one of those guys that kind of just I'm like a Michael Phelps, I guess you could say, of like fighting because like when I fought in Jaquani, I trained three days a week for that guy, like. I trained kickboxing one day Grappling one day And then I ran one day That was my training For you know what I mean Two months of just To kick that day's ass So that's like If that gives you Any understanding of like
1: Yeah but well, let's, let's, why don't we Step it up a little bit And, and go five right Or, or just you like, uh, you're like Fuck it
4: Well now I'm training Every day And in like I'm not Working at triple anymore I got another job I went back to electrical work So when I first started Fighting I was an electrician So I'm back doing that So now I'm working And then like today I, Today I Like my typical day Is I work at seven I'm off around five Five thirty And then I go to the gym After that and and like yesterday, that was my schedule. And I left the gym at like nine, I think. Mac, any 30, advice for this young went home young and, buck? You know what I mean? Did it how to do?
2: Man, it's, I, I don't know, man. It's it's hard. It's hard trying to to, to pay the bills in Southern California and and, and still and still fight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We on, at this level, you know, like unless you're headlining and stuff, unless you make a run for it and start talking all kinds of crazy shit and and marketing fights with fake beefs with the other fighters and all this stuff you you ain't gonna get paid much and and you got to pick up other other work and stuff i i don't know man i think i
4: i, if I politics like it like, yeah. like any other sport
2: if i had it to do over again i would have i wouldn't have grinded so hard with the way i trained it i i, I was just i was so bent on this idea of man i i i cannot Go in there unprepared, and that would be horrible, and everything. And, and I think it's, it's hard to find that line. Well, just we'll, trust yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, think it, I think if I, yeah, if I had it to do over again, I wouldn't have done six days a week, twice a day sparring, three days a week hard. You know, all that But you're stuff. a
1: perfectionist.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I, I had, a, you know, your body is what's on the line in that at that point. You know, now, see, so. did you
4: ever like get burnt out where it was like it became like more of like a job or a job? hundred ten percent burnout? And then, like, and then and then you on top lose of that, your
2: concentration. And then add to that the criticism that you get from like fans and journalists and stuff like that. And then the next thing you know, like you're like, man, fuck this! Like I don't even want to be uh, like uh, like uh, I went from being a gym rat who loved learning and being into the gym. To When I was at Couture's, it was like I would train for a fight. I'd be there every day. I'd be grinding. I hated every minute of it. I'd fight win, lose, or draw. I was not in the gym again for like a month. I didn't even want to see the inside of the gym. I didn't <laughs> want to see nobody. I do not want to talk to my friends. Like, But great.
1: you're also a different personality. I could yeah. see those guys. Those guys are like not dumb jocks but those guys are wrestling background yeah. wrestlers and you're more of this like anarchist vegan, <laughs> vegan introverted guy that yeah. hangs out with chicks that used to be cutters you know I've seen some of your ex-girlfriends they have blue hair and they like what you talking about oh, okay. I've seen them at, <laughs> at, like, at like at legends they, 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 they would come Just and watch you and they, they, well, they
2: no were, no were, no no. I didn't have no ex-girlfriends small. stage 5 she Oh, no, and had like weird makeup and shit, like. look i i appreciate i appreciate the way you're you're cultivating this story but, but let's just let's let's, let's, let's make sure yes that, that we set the record straight i don't have any ex-cutter girlfriends with blue hair i i was i was with i i was with the same chick for for like seven years and that's a, that's a, the lady that i had my my daughter with and and we have not been together for a long time but uh but yeah my my wife man i'm i'm a i'm a one woman man uh, you know? right
1: but i could see the, <laughs> how you wouldn't fit in with those guys those guys you're yeah, like, totally they're, they're I get what you're giving saying. each other like rat tails in the gym and wedgies <laughs> and like fucking sucking each other off and having blowjobs stuff. and you're Whoa, in, your, and, you go and you're in the corner reading a book about like some about like Nietzsche in the corner yeah, right yeah, i a, hear
4: you I, the philosopher I, yeah. in the corner <laughs> yeah
1: i could see like you know he, he has like a, a pipe and he's looking down at everybody i could see why this wasn't you know not yeah. a good gym yeah yeah, yeah i mean maybe yeah. if there was a gym in over Lake. You would have you loved it or something. Uh,
2: well, you know, hipsters have their own uh, weird thing that, that, that <laughs> bothers me, too. You know what I mean? because And the reason why is because it's not authentic. We go back to the authenticity thing. Yeah, Like, if, if it really is your thing to, like, have, like, a beard and these old antique glasses and suspenders and dress like you're in, like, a mining Prospector from the 1850s, or
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're that's, those that's, high
2: waters. That's really what you're into. Like then, like okay, fine. But like, it, it, and then it, otherwise, you're just kind of following. No, I, I appreciate I that that's a, the trend and that the trend isn't it's, like... It's
1: annoying because they, hate my kids co- they fucking hate nice my comedy, sure. though. So they, they, <laughs> they <laughs> fucking <laughs> look down at me. I go, then I go, boom, boom, tsh, after each joke. And I'm yeah, like, fuck yeah. you guys. Sorry that I played a sport in high school and right, fucking right, got right. some tan... I've been in the sun before. So that's right, why right. I never see
0: them at the Don bar.
1: The hipsters? Yeah. Yeah, well, they have that you know... We
0: monitor them coming in. Of course.
1: they out of here. I'm like, <laughs> hey, have you... Did you get laid before 19? No. You're out. Now... Why'd you let me in? Uh, it's a good point <laughs> because she was dead. All right, so, so, <laughs> oh, now playing mortician. Now, now, uh, now, now Mac. But I, no, I do think about becoming a vegan sometimes because I'm like I, I love animals. He's lying. Don't believe I him. I fucking oh, seriously. <laughs> but every time I see a vegan, they look unhealthy. You're the only. You're one of like the three vegans that you, uh, John Fitch. And there's like another vegan. That, Alex, Alex says, Caceres. Alex yeah. They You guys look healthy. How do he
4: I look really good in this fight? By the
1: how way, how do I become a vegan and not and not smell? Not smell.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly, man, like for me, all I did was I got rid of like chicken and fish in my diet. That was the last two animal products I was eating still in 2004, 2005, and, and then I just I got rid of that and, and I I don't know. I do you have I, to cook been your vegan own food, that long? huh? Been
4: vegan yeah,
2: that since long? since 2005. Yeah, but do you cook yeah. your own food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I mean, I when I when I had the money, I would go eat out, and and there's a ton of vegan restaurants in L. A. and stuff, and there's all kinds of good stuff. But yeah, I, I cook my own food. I what I stopped worrying about was this whole protein thing. That's the main thing that everybody's like. Well, where do you get your protein? How do you possibly do it? Well, your protein? Your protein. It's like you worry about your protein, motherfucker. Like like I I, I honestly like like protein is the last thing I think about. Like right. I don't really don't think that that we absorb as much protein. As we're told to to take in, you know, I, I feel like then your body just ends up having to con- convert that to to uh, glucose anyways. And then, and you you end up um, taxing your liver because so you don't it. need
1: protein. It's all uh, uh, I, 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 I was I was,
2: you know, I was using like this supplement called Vega for a little while. And it's good. It's a, like a vegan protein supplement. But it's like uh, like that was only when I was grinding really hard and training like, you know, six hours, five hours a day and stuff like that. I don't. I, I just i just eat what i want to eat you know what i mean
1: and do you mistaste it all or no
2: no it, dude there's you it, see that's a, that's a big misconception <laughs> think man. Mrs. Dash. <laughs> think about all, all the stuff that, 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 that I, I mean there's so many things you can eat I, i'm not even i'm not even worried about that i like what have i eliminated i mean it's just just meat you know what i mean i'm not I, there's there's tons of, of, of good stuff to eat man but it's, you
4: obviously uh, eat like do you eat, like, the fake meat and stuff I mean, that mean, have? Not so
2: much. That stuff, I, of, like- I do mess with it every now and then. But for the most part, that stuff is processed food and it's kind of unhealthy. And it's kind of, like, targeted for these people who want to make the transition but aren't really sure and they want to dip their toe in the water and you know i want to I don't know see. any better the problem with that stuff is it's never going to taste like the meat you know what i mean so like why fake it just go the opposite you know like uh, that's
1: uh, i'm it's like going from vagina to ass like, I'm, I'm giving up vagina i'm just gonna eat ass it's, just, it's never gonna taste like you've been talking to jason andors <laughs> <laughs> now, now let's talk about the fights that happen uh saturday night Another uh, the the, uh, the Clay Guida uh, is it Guida or it's
0: Guida? It's Guida. Clay Guida. Like Guido, but like in, Guido. Which one? The like one, the one the backstage, backstage or the one in the well, let's cage? Let's talk about the one That's in the, the cage.
1: It. He won the first round against Ortega. He won all three yeah. rounds
4: till he got knocked. You think the he would have won out. the
1: fight if, if he hadn't been? Hell yeah! Really? Uh,
4: I don't think he won all three rounds. He definitely. I would give him the first round for sure. Yeah. Um. I think Ortega started started picking apart. I'm going to say at least halfway through the second round, and then he started taking advantage of Guido. I think
1: the clay Guida that fought Mac Danzig, if he fights Brian Ortega now, wins that fight. It's just a matter of you just can't have that style forever, you yeah, know? Yeah, you know what? I think,
4: I mean, in all honesty, I think Guida looked Guido looked really good looked, in this fight anyway. He looked great. Yeah, I mean, he dropped her taking the first round with, like, a fake low, and then he went high with the left hook, and he dropped him, and... Uh, Guida it seemed like he was there to like throw not just move around and bounce around like he like he has been doing like in recent fights and I, I thought he looked really good.
1: He did look really good. Now there's a, w- a rumor that has been confirmed to me that the Guida brothers jumped Nate Diaz backstage and then the Diaz brothers that night, g- that night. Yeah. but but then they came back and it was a, a fucking melee. Do you do you know all the information? I don't know all the information.
0: Awesome. Um <laughs> I heard from one of the Guida brothers, which I only think there's two, so yeah. yeah. 50-50 shot. Jason? I heard from one of the Guida brothers that it was bullshit later on that night, but then I'm hearing conflicting stories from you know UFC officials, and they had to hide the Guida brothers because the Diaz crew is insane.
2: I can say this, Jason. I I I I, I like Jason, but Jason uh, he'll he'll start problems with any. I mean, like if he has like a third cousin and somebody like brushes in up against their shoulder the wrong way he's he's ready to fight he's
1: nah, kind like of like that type
2: guys, of guy huh? yeah, yeah, which yeah. is
1: funny because he didn't fight at all in the octagon uh yeah, when well, he actually he... came to fight <laughs> he didn't make weight or you yeah, know was going to the fighter he didn't make weight and
0: he's walking through the hotel and I'm like he's a fucking monster of a man but he's fat and he's as he walks in from the guida fight guida had been checked out they come back to the hotel and he's walking
1: in chewing and i'm like of course he's the worst <laughs> kind of guy at a bar because he's stronger than anybody at the bar you know but he's not good enough to go you know what i don't need to be fighting right now he's not humble enough to I not don't want be wanna, asshole. Yeah, yeah i don't <laughs> want to break my hand i don't want to not fight i could really hurt somebody he's like in that weird space where he's you know too tough Tougher than everybody He'll fuck anybody up at the bar Pretty much But the guys like you Or you You guys aren't gonna throw down Cause you're like Fuck I have a career I don't really yeah, wanna kill somebody I'm, I'm not
4: like that I mean I've been in I've been in scuffles But never like I mean I usually walk away Once
1: from you became it. a pro You were that was It was over right You didn't wanna yeah, fight people
4: Yeah I typically don't I, I'll walk away from it I mean if, if someone like Gets a little outrageous about it And they like come after me I mean I'll throw them on the ground Rub their face all over the floor And like mess with them I'll, I'll just embarrass them bad But you know what I mean I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start fights and just start rumbling like a like a. Yeah, like a I, I, it's
1: like Jason. I, I. It's crazy. So I was, uh, you know, based on that fight though, I think that Clay has a couple more fights in him. You know, if he would have went out and just got smoked and looked terrible, but based on that performance, I think Clay's because that that Ortega kid is a prospect and a half. Yeah,
4: he is. He's really good. He's a super technical guy. And, and have you ever trained him? He was. A, no, I haven't. But. You could see in in his fights, like he's a slow starter, but you could see his techniques starting to come out. He's nice and relaxed. He is not he doesn't get too worried with stuff. Like he's he's gonna he's gonna go far.
1: I'll tell you the fight that was the hardest for me to watch was the Hector Lombard oh, Dan shit, Henderson man. fight. First of all, <laughs> uh, Dana White gave me amazing tickets, so I'm sitting there with all Hendo's family. So it's me and like and all he has like seven kids. I'm not sure if they were like cousins or nephews, but they're 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 children. I mean, I mean yeah. a couple of them are like you know 15 16 17 the but There's they're young kids so while hendo's fighting one of the kids is crying you know cuz hendo's getting punched in the face which uh, if, if anybody if you see your father getting yeah, punched don't the bring your kids pretty... to the fight yeah. man and he like, never does does he yeah, like I the I don't, first know. time he's never
4: brought he's never brought him.
2: to that before but but like you i don't you know you don't, I don't want my kid watching my fight you should, No. It, if everything goes well, then she can watch it if she wants. But luckily, my kid's not even interested. In how, how old is your kid? She's seven. Right. Yeah, but but like I don't like it. it that stuff hurts. I mean, like I, my wife's a fighter, and I corner her, and like I it it takes a, every ounce. Is she a pro? Yeah. What's yeah, her name? Uh, Angela Danzig. Yeah. Angela, yeah, let, yeah. Let's, let's
1: blow her up. What's a, what's her record? <laughs> uh, yeah. She
2: she she just turned pro the other year, uh, last year. So she's one and one right now.
1: One yeah, and one, yeah, five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Is she good? Yeah, she's good. Yeah, what's she's what's, really good. What division?
2: Uh, one fifteen, yeah. She's at one fifteen, mm. yeah. But, but what I'm saying is like it's really hard for me to be like, okay, like I, I'm not getting emotionally involved. Is it the husband watching or is it the coach watching? Yeah. You know, I can I can have like a, a guy that I train that I care a lot about as a person I'm maybe even friends with, and I watch him get wrecked and it hurts a little bit, but it's like it's okay. I know what it's like to get wrecked in the fight. I know this that's the name of the game. Shit happens. Yeah, it's okay. But like if it happens to my wife, like I'm just like Oh, dude! You know what I mean? It's it's really hard to separate. Yeah, that and if, stuff.
1: at home you could you could change the, you could change the channel. You know, well, yeah. I mean, if, with, if, if like you're with your daughter or the kid and, and the dad's getting fucked up, you oh let's go watch Sp- SpongeBob or something. Yeah. When well, you're there, there's nowhere for the kid to go. it's there's just the way they film these people, though. Too like you know like you
2: watch watching Miguel Cotto's wife freak out because he's losing the fight, or like Pacquiao's wife is flipping out, and it's like. Like let them watch it in the back or something, you know. Don't let this be part of the circus. Like, oh, did you see his wife and she's freaking oh. out? It's like, man. Yeah. So that's well, what that's, happened.
0: That's like one of the things. Like years ago, when the cyborgs were married to each other, and, <laughs> and Nick and Nick <laughs> oh, Diaz, man, that, yeah, 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 that armbarred was, yeah. cyborg for the Strikeforce Welterweight Championship, like a roid rage and she moment. was sitting yeah. in the audience and she's crying, and the camera's like, let's pan over to cyborg and yeah. watch her cry. Yeah. But it's the same thing as you know we had yeah. Colleen a few weeks ago. And Colleen said, "You know, Josh doesn't corner me. He's not my coach." And you asked, "You know, he's in the back because he wants to be kind of uh, not emotionally removed, but he doesn't want to be forefront." And everybody's like, "Oh, what's Josh It's think also about not this? about him. Yeah, and this yeah it's about so, her. So yeah, so
1: the kids are crying, and I'm rooting for Hector, but I can't even root for him because I'm not going to root because I don't want to root That's against tough, a, against man. a five year old. You know, I'm not going to be like, <laughs> "Ha ha, your dad's getting like you get fucked." No. sitting next. <laughs> I'm going to smash him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, i his ass. So now, so now, now I can't even root. I have have to like silently root for hector <laughs> lombard you know because i know hector i know dan too but hector's a friend of the show and he's actually a good friend of mine and he texts me like oh that's oh, I, I see you, the man. biased opinion so yeah of course i'm biased <laughs> uh, so if you were fighting about the same thing so actually i'm more friends with you than hector but regardless so hector so the first round he almost stops dan henderson right oh, i mean he got rocked first but i look at bubba in the second round and i'm like why is he not moving his head right and, and granted Mac, you know, like, I'm one of the guys on Twitter. I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to say we're moving your head at fucking Hector Lombard. But I'm like, why is he? I'm like, what would you tell him right now? He would like, I would say, don't stand there and trade with Dan Henderson. This is the only way this guy can beat you is by landing a punch. And Hector, I don't know if he was gassed, if he just doesn't. Respect. He didn't respect it. We thought he was better, but yeah, he... Uh, well, you,
4: you never know in a fight like that. Sometimes your emotions get the best of you. He could have, like, because he hurt Henderson bad in that first round. He could have just got excited, but like, oh, I'm going to finish him and blew his wad. And Lombard's a big what dude. What was that at? 185. 185. Yeah, yeah, and he's a, he's a big dude and for that weight class. And Hector,
1: still. if I was Hector, I'd only fight one round from now on. <laughs> I, would, I would say, listen, I will, <laughs> Tough I will exhibition fight anybody. you like, Brony, <laughs> I'll <laughs> never lose the first round. Seriously. I mean, at last, if, he, if he fought one round, he would have beaten Neil Magny. And uh, <laughs> and he would have beaten Dan Henderson because in that first round, he is so dangerous. But that second and third round, he just, uh, I don't know what happens. He gets complacent or he gets tired.
0: Maybe he got a little gun shy because Hendo did hit him, rock him. And it's like, you know, when's the last time you've seen Hector get rocked on the feet? No, he to the got point rocked. But then like,
1: he went right to his judo, hit that yeah, beautiful toss. He, yeah. yeah.
0: But and, uh, then he wasn't moving. He, he was just sitting inside control and yeah. throwing little elbows. But like but when, he, to, he, when
1: he was lying there in the middle of the cage and everyone celebrating and the whole place was yelling hand, no, "Hend," which I I, they I also meant
0: U- USA. And I'm like, yeah, fuck. That. I, I hate when people. I hate that that whole thing. But H- Hector was out
4: for like
1: three. While to they five were minutes. That, I was yelling USA. Yeah, I was
4: actually trying to look at a lumbar to make sure he was like still
1: alive because he, he was on the ground. Man. While for people a were while. saying USA, I was like DA like Osada uh, but I was, I was,
0: I was, I was TRT TRT <laughs> I was
1: completely rooting for Hector and then I, I called him that night you know I actually spoke to him and he was like he thought that you know that those elbows were a little bit to the side to, like to the back of his head that those were the behind and if you mean you, mean the second ones or the one that knocked him out if you look at them, they the were they out, were very uh, close to the back of the head. The, the one the one that knocked
4: him out was straight in the temple. That that for sure was a legal shot. Right the the second one where he landed on top of him looked like it was square in the face, and the third one his it looked like he might have hit him in the back of the and head. And then what's Who up knows? with
1: Hendo's follow up shots once the guy's laying there? I understand you Those fight are bonus shots. Yeah, <laughs> as, a, as a fighter,
4: like I mean, if I get bonus shots, I take them. Really? Like, yeah, like. That's that's kind of like your that's kind of like your bonus sometimes. Mac, you're what's not your opinion on bonus shots? Giants.
2: Um, it, it depends on where you are at the moment. I did it to Joe Stevenson, but not because say. I wanted to really hurt him afterwards or anything. It was just because I know some guy might go out and faceplant like that and as soon as he hits the mat. Wake up! Yeah, he and, and if out. I if I don't convince the ref to stop the fight. Then, then I'm not doing my job. I gotta convince the ref to stop the fight. So I'm, I'm going after it. I just got tunnel vision at that moment. Yeah. And it, don't get me wrong. If you have clarity at that moment and you clip the person and they're completely done, their eyes roll back to the head, and 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 the ref is, you know, a few paces behind. It. it if you can, yeah, just pull back and, and you don't need to blast them. But I it,
1: think it would have been cool. I mean, he, I mean he he yeah, did that with Bisbing, oh, and then afterwards yeah. he admitted he did that on purpose to Bisping. Well, he, yeah, and was, then he it, so it, was talking some shit, he did that's it H- did it to Hendo. I mean, he did it to Lombard and then afterwards tweeted out a picture of him smoking a Cuban cigar uh, oh, with, with, the, with a, a flag over his thing, which was like, bro. When Hendo he just, did that? Yeah, Hendo did that. Like, so I cool, didn't dude. see
0: that. Yeah, wow. so
1: I mean, come on, man. Like, I, come on. Yeah, but you
4: know what? Like, there, it's, 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 I mean, shit happens. So I'm, I'm going to give you an example. I've been in fights where I've hit dudes, and, and they're out, and I knew they are out. And, like, I've hit them a couple of times just, just, like Danzig said, to make sure the ref stops it. You know what I mean? Because you'll hit the guy and walk away, and sometimes the ref won't stop it. You know what I mean? The ref, right. like, sometimes refs just don't know. Like, if they can't see their eyes especially, they don't know. But then when I fight Andrew Kwanney, I knocked Andrew Kwanney out in that fight. I kept hitting him to get those bonus shots. He woke back up and ran, hit the fence, because he had no fucking clue where he was. Right. So, like, it backfires, too, sometimes. Like, I woke him back up hitting him, but, I, I, like, you never to know. To me, as
1: a fan, and, 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 and in a perfect world, a guy's out, and then, you know, you whatever. At the same time, I understand you fight till the ref stops the fight. That's how you train. And sometimes refs don't stop the fight. And there, there have been times where I've seen guys, When uh, I remember when... um. J- when, honestly, uh, you can't
4: trust the refs sometimes. I remember when they're Jay just, Haran, like a judge. When Jay Haran
1: dropped uh, Ben Askren, he puts his hands up to celebrate, and that cost him the fight, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. at the same time, I think he should probably finish. I don't know. It's a, it's a slippery See, slope, as it, they it's, say. It's
4: all situational. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, and sometimes you just mark Hunt and walk away like a boss. And right.
0: I'm, not, I'm not defending Hendo at all, but they're... I'm sure you guys all know there was some bad blood going into that fight because Hector said he went to train at yeah, Team called Quest. Yeah, it's all Their blood. No, no, no. He oh. said he went to train at <laughs> Team Quest years ago, and and Hendo wouldn't give him the time of day. So there was bad blood going into it, and Hector's like, "I'm going to fuck him up." And you know, I'm not like I said, I'm not defending Hendo, but there was, I guess, extenuating circumstances. Just like when Rampage fought Vanderlay in the UFC, and he landed like three huge bombs after he was clearly out. It's just
1: you know, I. You got to be in there.
4: Circumstances you just don't know that are behind the
0: scenes. Yeah, I you know. know. I
1: mean? I, I, you know, it's not like the ref. The ref can major, you know just says voila, and all of a sudden you guys are best friends. You guys are fighting each other. Yeah. Uh, you got to. Uh, so Mac Danzig has to leave. Yeah. Mac, it was an honor to have you. Thanks, man. It, it, it yeah. was great Thank seeing you, man. Can we get a quick yeah. picture before you leave? Yes, of uh, course.
3: Whose phone is that, by the way? Mine. This guy.
0: So. <laughs> you see about, the shirt?
1: <laughs> no, no.
0: You haven't, a, a, a shirt. you haven't seen the tattoos. He has, yet. He has five <laughs> Conor
1: McGregor tattoos, by the way. Vince is, Vince is now going to hate is me. does not have five super, Conor McGregor tattoos. I, I swear to God, he does. I do. Oh, I'm do you, working on a sixth. Do you want to see Matt? <laughs> do you want to see him? <laughs> you guys, you guys are joking. No. Like, like the, the, no, no. He's the biggest fan. I got no, he's <laughs> the biggest fan. There's, there's, there's one. Wow, this is gonna be on the podcast. Uh, t- two, yes.
2: Okay. So, so, so. Three. So what,
1: what <laughs> happened when, when oh, okay. Cool, cool, hold on. The... Hold on. We're gonna have this on the podcast. Uh, Mac, can you talking into the, the microphone? Oh, so, so I just so, showed Mac the five no, no, McGregor no. So, tattoos. So
4: I got your hat, Vince, on my foot. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah.
2: So what? What happened? What happened when? When he lost the Nate? Was that like devastating? Or Me
0: you and uh, Luke Skywalker were hanging out at the top of the mountain together. No, no, no.
1: Really? No. Answer the question for
0: real. Um, I took off my Connor fight kit, threw it in my room, and uh, stared at a cable box for about 25 minutes silently with my friends just watching me, waiting for me to blow up and kill somebody, but... Luckily, there were no murders that night.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's the biggest fan, UFC fan I think I know. He loves mixed martial arts like nobody else. The guy knows everything. I personally, I think he should stop getting five. Five. It's enough. He wants to, he wants to get one more. Yeah, but, but. I have two. Bro- I, have, I have two <laughs> Brock Lesners. I'm gonna steal this mic
4: because I want to hold this fucker. Up again.
1: Yeah. Take I, care, I, Matt. I, I, Yo, Gracie, man. Lot, man.
4: thank you. I have
0: thank two you. Brock Lesnar tattoos. Really? Yeah, I have a Vanderlei Silva tattoo. I have two Miracle Crow Cop tattoos. I have a, a lot. chocolate L also. I, I have a new chocolate Dell that I got about two weeks ago.
4: Um, I'm just gonna say, like, I'm never that kind of person <laughs> I would ever get a tattoo like that, or like a girl's name or some shit like that. But that's cool. What? Like, I don't. I like. I don't think in any way that you're like. Like a stage five or anything. I think that's kind of cool. That it's you it's, like. a, uh, Matt, it's your own body. It's your body art. It's what you like. It's, you know, It's what you love. You put yourself.
0: Matt Schnell Sh- called me a homo on the podcast like a couple
4: months ago. <laughs> Matt
0: Schnell. And cage. then I m- saw him in Vegas I mean, yeah. uh, for fight night because yeah. he was there with ATT and he we were laughing about it he was But cool. now
1: what's what are your two Brock Lesnar tattoos?
0: I have you know the skulls with the chain coming down that he uh, with the swords going through him that he wore in his Death Clutch shorts it's basically the logo for <laughs> no, Death Clutch No no
1: idea what the fuck okay Me no. either I just, yeah. <laughs> Okay
0: all right well I'll pull them up right now All right so it must be in them. a private spot <laughs> No they're they're right they're they're
1: on my back Now what's the Six McGregor tattoo you are getting?
0: Um probably the gorilla that he has right here I'm going to get it on the side of my leg
1: All right It's badass
0: so but it's going to look a lot better than his. <laughs> so it's going to look a lot better have, than yeah. his because... I have zero tattoos. Yeah, uh, zero tattoos. It's going to look better because my artist is better.
1: Now, okay, so we're going to talk about uh, the co-main event, which was Uriah Faber versus Dominic Cruz. Oh, yeah. Cruz, baby. Team Cruz. I, I, know, I know that you're Team Cruz. Uh, I'll tell you what. Oh, you know, nice. being there, that's pretty. Tough. I thought that Uriah won the first round. I thought that Dominic looked tired. This was the most tired I have ever seen Dominic Cruz. His mouth was open. He was, his mouth guard. It, I was like, man, this, is, this might be the night. This might be Uriah's night. And then Dominic dropped him in a second and then took over the fight from there. Uh, had he not dropped him, maybe that fight would have gone some, a different way. But, you know, if like my dad says, if my aunt had wheels, she'd be a car. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it, it, it was it an yeah, interesting fight. I, I thought that was a really good
4: fight. Um, Cruz did look a little tight in that first round, but he was trying to wrestle the shit out of Faber. I think he was trying to throw Faber off and kind of wear him out a little bit. And I think that really threw Faber off big time, too, because I know Faber wasn't expecting that. He was expecting him to dance around throw punches. And I know Faber didn't really respect his power too much.
1: You don't think Uriah was trying to wrestle Dominic?
4: No, uh, that was all Dominic. Dominic instigated that wrestling in that first round. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Faber did wrestle back, but that was... I'm. In, in my eyes, Dominic instigated that whole wrestling exchange in, in that first round. And I do feel that first round could have went either way.
1: I thought um, Uriah won that first round. I don't know, that, But at the same time, I was looking to give it to Cruz. I'm like, oh, this is going to be – you know, Uriah was doing a lot better than I thought he was going to do in that first round. And then, and then it felt like Uriah was kind of not on queer street, but that his equilibrium was off or something. I think when
4: he dropped him with that left in, in the second round, I think that really threw him off. I just don't think he, gave, he gained all his marbles back in and, and, – Really, like, got his whereabouts about him and, and could back into his groove. Because Faber's actually a really tough fighter. He's, he's been there. He's been everywhere. And he's fought everyone and beat everyone. You know, basically, there is a beat besides the champs. And I think that just got to him, got in his head a little bit. And then, you know, Dominic. Dominic's a, a workhorse. Like, that dude in the gym, he's, like, the first one there, last one to leave. Like, he's always working on his own. And honestly, in that first round, I thought he looked a little tired, too. But I know Dominic, like... I know, I know his his game plan and how he trains. Like he always resets himself, so I knew that was going to happen. And eventually, he would start steamrolling because that's how he is.
1: I was annoyed because, like, I was right where everybody walked out. Like, I literally was like giving like fist pumps people as they were walking, which I was like, oh, this is the coolest job ever." I would I would actually get paid for this. This would be a great job to show up to like, piss on people while they're going to a fight, but. Cody No Love was waiting for uh, for Cruz to walk out, like right, like he had to look at him so he can talk shit as he walked. And then they <sighs> announced the first time of the night they're going to walk through the other uh, other entrance. I was like, oh man! But Now <laughs> now <just> waiting
4: <laughs> to see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah but
1: didn't shit still happen? I I had I heard that that a uh, Cody No Love and uh, Uriah got into and then Cruz got into a backstage. That's what I heard. Uh, oh, those two got into yeah, it. Yeah, but because oh, Faber
4: had nothing but good words for him after the fight. You know what I mean, Faber. Would, wasn't even talking about his fight. He was just talking about how, how much he. Uh, I know that Cody really
1: wants Cruz, and that's a very tough fight for Cruz, I think, because if you go. Uh, I mean, Cruz's whole thing is foot speed. Not his whole thing, but one of his main things is foot speed, uh, the way he controls you, how he's not there to be hit. You can't hit him because you can't see him. And then you got a guy like Cody Nolov, who I believe was 30 and 1 as an amateur boxer, and has better hands than Dominic, I, I would assume. And has, he's and got has got more power just as good at wrestling, not good at m a wrestling submissions I probably I would give it to cruz, but i don 't know It's an interesting fight i think I think in that
4: fight, Cruz would take that fight cody cody 's a really good boxer, and he 's super aggressive, he comes at people, but he comes at people a little a little stupid sometimes with his hands low, just kind of throwing punches like he doesn 't really stick to his technique like he should, and I think like Cruz Cruz exploits that out of people. He gets people to do that, walk in on him and then he and then he lands bombs on him. Like that's how Cruz fight, fighting style is. He's super elusive, he's hard to hit.
0: I also was at the garbrandt Almeida fight, and I agree with you wholeheartedly being so close and watching it. Garbrandt was throwing crazy shots, but at the same time, he wasn't protecting himself. So I'm like, okay, Tomas has to throw one good hook maybe. And he's got a good chin, but like you said, he comes in wild. He's throwing heavy shots. Dominic's waiting for it. He moves so quick. He's never in the same position for more than like half a second. So people were saying, you know, right after the Garbrandt fight, well, how would he do against Cruz? Well, yeah, he has power, but can he hit him? And we've seen TJ, who has power and has the footwork and everything, and he could barely hit him. I just, I think Cruz is like the anti-alpha male,
4: <laughs> it, it, it's just the way yeah, it is. He's, yeah, I think he's that whole team's Achilles'
1: heel. Uh-huh. Our heel, yeah. Now uh, the f- main event: Bisbing versus Hole. So I'm watching no, this. So, fight, happy mm. so happy for Bisbing, and I I'm was so happy for Bisbing, and I was secretly rooting for <laughs> Bisbing because, because just because I felt for the guy. Number one, you know. Every, almost all his losses are to guys who were on something. Even the guys he beat were on something. Uh, he fights Vitor Belfort, who's TRT out of his mind, and now his eye is looking in a different direction every day. Yeah, his eye's uh, always red. It's constantly watering, and
4: he still goes out there and fights and trains every day. Like,
1: and the guy, I'm watching dedicated. that fight, and it looked like... You know, Rockhole was treating it as an amateur sparring session. Yeah, and, I felt that too. And, too. and I, I go to uh, Bubba and I'm like, he is not respecting this dude's power at mm-hmm. all. And Bubba was like, oh, like, not, <laughs> like everyone, like, basically, what, well, I mean, the, you know, common idea was he doesn't have to. But it just shows you, I mean, he did overcommit to it and
4: then boom. Yeah, Rockhold's a beast, and I honestly, like, I was rooting for Bisping, but I, I in my, deep down, I thought Rockhold was just going to walk away with it, like, no problem, because that dude is a super huge, he's super long, he's a southpaw, which is super hard for be- people to deal with a lot of times, and, like, just his technique, like, Rockhold is a monster, but Bisping is, like, not a guy you should ever count out, like, he has punching power, and I think he got in, in Rockhold's head a little bit talking about Destiny and, like, talking shit yeah. at the pressers and stuff like that, but... I felt the same. Like, Rocco wasn't really taking the fight seriously. He looked like he was just in there sparring, like, like oh, whatever. Like, eventually you're just going to go down, so it's whatever. As soon as I land a shot, whatever, yeah. I'm going to take you out.
1: It looked like he was annoyed he had to be there. Uh, <laughs> but his, his, you know, what's crazy is his, his arrogance is what makes him so great. But it's also.
4: It's his downfall. What
1: was his downfall. And I think that you could put McGregor in that category. There's a lot of guys you could put in that category. It's what makes him so great is their belief in that they could beat anybody, which they. 99% of the time can in the rematch I, you know <laughs> I, would, I would still think Rockhole would be the favorite um, but well, it's a rubber match at that point yeah, yeah, well, and, I, and I thought you know yeah because now it's one and one now I, as far as uh, hold on, hold on, hold on CB. as far as Biz being after the fight you know after he knocked him down and, and then says do you know where you are <laughs> and, and just being a complete dick come on I mean, you knocked the guy out. You got the belt. Honestly, and like- knowing Bisping, that wasn't even that bad. Like he could
4: have he, <laughs> no. he could have been so much more of an asshole. And he said he wanted to, but he wasn't. That like wasn't he, too bad. Like when he spit on George Rivera's cornerman after beating <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know that, what that mean? was classy.
0: I think you know, and Rockhold made a good point when he said, you know, when I beat you, I came over, made sure you were okay, I, I shook your hand, I helped you up, whatever. And Bisping goes in there and does that. And in terms of Rockhold fighting with a lefty versus the righty i was expecting rockhold to throw heavy back body kicks like hit him in the Lucky body. Does, go for it more.
4: Is, is he ruins people with that body?
0: He kick. just he didn't seem like he wanted to be there. The fans didn't see him all week. I was at the hotel all week. Yeah, he wasn't staying there. Right. Well, what was your no no, no, no Rockhold? Oh. We didn't see him all week. He wasn't staying at the fighter hotel. He was at a mansion somewhere nearby. <laughs> the only one I saw <laughs> Man, fight it's week. A fun
4: Kardashian now, huh? Yeah. Well,
0: he was. I think he was hanging out with Lazy the Savage and a few other people. I think Kane might have been there for a little bit. The only one I saw at the hotel was DC. That was part of the AKA, AKA crew and Javier Mendez. But
1: was he at the uh, buffet? Javi? <laughs> uh, <who, a> <laughs> no, no, DC. And Javi, yeah. I
0: don't think they have a buffet at the Manhattan <laughs> what, what Beach is that Marriott. You a
1: chicken cake? I get oh, yeah, all about that cake. <laughs> yeah. That was the one I made. Now, oh, now no. what was your issue That's with Bisbee? All
0: right, well, let's first off remove my issue. Okay. I mean, yes, I'm the one speaking from the fan standpoint. From the graphers? But, no, not just. <laughs> Okay, you're, you're seriously gonna make this like I've already been taking Just shit. i have I've <laughs> seriously been <laughs> taking shit for days. Of guys like oh, because CB thinks he's an asshole. He's now an asshole. No, I'm representing all the fans, the graphers, the regular fans, the casual fans. If you weren't in Bisping's close circle, fight week, which I was at the hotel Wednesday through Saturday. Now you
1: got a room at the hotel.
0: No, I, oh. s- I stayed at home. I stayed at home. It's in Manhattan Beach. It was like 40 minutes okay, away so you in the drove morning. To the hotel in the morning. I drove to the hotel every morning. And I came home at night, except for the fight, when I came home before it started and then left right after it ended. So
1: you're in the hotel waiting to get an autograph?
0: I was just hanging out in the hotel.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So like every word every sentence that comes out of your mouth is like more catering this to my opinion. This is right. I'm representing the entire fan base and I know I'm gonna take shit for it, but whatever. Okay. The entire week he was Bisping was not very friendly. He was yelling at fans, telling them, you know, I've signed twenty, thirty things for you when they had never even came up to him yet. I spoke to him a couple times and be, let me tell the fans this. I wanted Bisping to win. Until he acted the way he did fight week, I have never been a Rockhold fan, but I have never wanted Rockhold to win. Side note: I am now cool with Demetrius Johnson, so all you can leave me alone about that. Okay. So (laughs) Bisping was not nice to the fans. He, when people asked him for a photo, he was just kind of (sighs) like, "Again, like this is your 500th photo." I was trying to talk to him about the show. He wouldn't give me the time of day. He told me I have things to do and walked away when I'm holding the belt in my hands trying to tell him, like, you know, I know you're a fan. I know, you know, Adam, this and that, whatever. Wouldn't give me the time of day. Wouldn't give my friends the time of day. Other fans not even talking to him. And, you know, I I, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt until he yelled at me on two different days. And then I'm like, okay, well, whatever. He's preparing for fight week. One was with an autograph for me and a couple friends, and the other was for a photograph. And he just stormed and yelled at me to my face well, and walked off.
4: And what days were these? Were these like the beginning of the it week,
0: or, the was, way, like was, or in, af- it was like mid or after? Like it was,
1: it was, it was to the Octagon. It was, <laughs> it was out.
0: Thursday and Friday.
1: Okay, was th-
4: Thursday
0: was for an <laughs> autograph. That I had told him previously I was getting for a friend from upstate. Now, I
4: understand why he was an asshole to you. Do you know what it's like to cut fucking 30, 40 pounds and no, 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 have I, people like, swarm you and, and you know what I mean? Like not stop getting bombarded? No, like- I get it. I get it. And like
0: I wasn't <sighs> – I've been doing this for many, many years and um, I've actually had you sign a few things fight week before, Vegas, whatever – I understand And on See, like we- right, On, on weigh in day
1: It was when his car broke down And you were fixing it
0: right. <laughs> On, <a>, on <laughs> Jump starting him On weigh in day I leave him alone <laughs> <laughs> Until after the weigh ins After they've rehydrated That kind of thing So the Friday okay. thing Was after that But Are I was trying to you by the
1: water fountain? All right, okay, go on. All right, go on. Go, go, on, go, on, go
0: on. I go wish this was... Periscope off the water so he gets his autograph. I wish this was Periscope so I could, like, walk out right now. Just one more. Come on. All right, so on. then... So I expect... Okay, so I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I, I had voiced my opinion and said he's not being very friendly, but I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's cutting. He's getting ready.
1: Wait you mean, so I, on, on my Twitter you put you're not being friendly?
0: Yeah, it's, it was on Twitter. It was on so Facebook. You put,
1: guys... Bisping's not being friendly.
0: No, okay. I was just – people were asking me what's been going on, and I tweeted out that everybody's cool except he's not being right, okay. nice. So I, like I said, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. After he won the belt – I headed back to the hotel to hang out. I wanted one photo with him with the MMA Roasted Belt because I know he's a fan of the show. Right. And Jason Perillo, who's his boxing coach, I've spoken to before, always nice to me, no issues. And so I went up to him, and he was partying, he was drinking already, and he turned down at least 12 or 15 of us, not just graphers, fans in general that were at the hotel, giving him standing ovations when he walked in, congratulations, all these things. I said, can I take a photo with you? Yeah, he took it, and then he goes, this is your fucking five- photo of the week can't I just have a beer and so I just kind of was like whatever I'll walk away right. but I've never had that type of interaction with a fighter and I have met Bisping and Graft him before many times at least half a dozen times never had an issue like that before they've been on fight week then why they've do you been want without again, fight though? week because I was doing different things and I'm trying to promote the show that I love with all my heart
1: I, I love you CB you're-, you're the best but you don't have but- to- you don't have to promote the show I, 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 I'm I, just I, trying. I, I, I love oh. you. But no, no. I know I love you, but I, <laughs> right, I, I just you, don't want guys to <laughs> be like. I'm, shit over here now. Know, I'm not telling. No, I just don't want guys being like, "Who the fuck?" Like, like getting mad. Then you're promoting the show. But if you want to go to Grassroots no, 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 now, no, no. Great, I'm not don't worry about the show. It's totally cool.
0: no. The the, the Wait, promoting like is right just now. the promoting is not telling them about the show unless it's like a like a Demetrius when I was like, "Yeah, we have the show." He's like, "Oh yeah, I've heard of it." Whatever. No, no, no. But with business. I'm not like, hey, do you know about our show? You got to come on. It was just, can I get a picture with the belt? And then I put the belt up with the certain fighter, so people go, oh wait, that's Michael Bisping. Oh wait, what's that belt? Oh, what's MMA roast? I'm not like talking to him about it. Right now, I. This is one of the reasons I didn't want to come in today, uh, but why? because I didn't want to get into this because this is Maybe this Manny's is the whole thing, <laughs> this what? is the whole thing that's going to make me look like an asshole when I'm trying to do things for other people. I'm
1: just trying to give you don't I know to, you don't have to do anything for us. No I offense. understand I mean, that. But here the
0: Twitter talk- the Twitter reaction to this to this segment of the podcast is going to be all directed at me and people talking. You don't know. Oh, this. I know that. Okay, I've already I've already taken uh, almost a hundred tweets because of this.
1: What? Okay, 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 all right, okay. We got. By the way, we have oh, Sean Jacoby who is the head of American Icon Autographs, who has an autograph store, uh, and, and he sponsors how many fighters? 30. 30 fighters. Oh, is that what Matt Thir- signing for you? He has all kinds of Invicta fighters. This guy, when it comes to MMA, is one of the biggest uh, sponsors and uh, nicest guys I know. So he wants to talk about... He was here with Mac Danzig. Uh, he wants to weigh in on this topic.
3: All right, I, I was there. I, I saw what CB was doing. Like, he... He was being... A good fan, okay. like legitimately, like respectful to the, fa- the the fighters. He would ask periodically for an autograph. He loves getting pictures with the dudes. Like, what 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 CB's doing is good for business, right? You know Like he's making Your show look good Okay Legitimately Like yeah, I, I, I can tell you that Like no, it's I right. we'll well, literally it's, want to cry No he's, yeah. he's I mean, honestly I, I, I'm
0: like I appreciate it. I'm having it, a hard okay? time Because I know the backlash That I'm going to get no. from this And that's not what I That's not what I aim for uh, I'm trying to be the, the, the proponent for this show And I love this
1: show And you know I love this look, show You're the only one look, You're the only guy propo- <laughs> Aside for me You're the only person But, it, how, how, but show. being honest so on the I show I appreciate that I just don't want fighters Getting fucking pissed off And you're going Well I was just trying to promote the show. But that's not what I'm doing. Okay.
3: No, for sure, that's not what he's doing. Like, there might be one guy, Michael Bisbing, who said something negative, but the other 30
1: fighters... Just a champion. The
3: (laughs) the other 30 fighters, like, like what CB's doing and appreciate, like, how big of a fan he is, and when, when when he mentions your show... They smile.
1: Of course, they do because they love the show and they love CB. He's a great fan. Yeah. Stop getting fucking upset. Uh, of course, I'm upset because I knew this a... was going to fucking happen. Well, stop being upset.
0: I'm going to take a backlash on Twitter that's not going to be directed at you, and it, it
1: just—it's we just me. a
4: with a grass match.
1: Listen, listen to me. Listen. Look, I believe you're 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 a, you're a huge asset to the podcast. You know more about an MMA than any huge of us. Ass
0: is more like okay.
1: You're an ass too. Okay, <laughs> but but listen, you you you, you were getting autographs. For fucking twenty years before the fucking podcast, I feel like I an okay, you've been doing this for a long ass time. I stopped
0: <laughs> autographing in two thousand thirteen, though. I just started back just so I could have a collection for my own. Okay, that's so that's something
1: not... you enjoy to do. Some people, okay, they enjoy watching porn. But okay, I don't tell people... them I'm
0: part of the podcast when I ask for the autograph. If you want, go I ahead. I bring the belt I don't up, give and that's it.
1: Okay, I don't look. And now I, I'm getting yelled at by Adam. So you're not getting again. yelled at. If you want if you want to give him. If you look, go ahead, tell him whatever the fuck you want. You're actually, hel- I think you're helping. If Bisping wants to be, look, he's probably cutting weight. He's frustrated. He's nervous. He doesn't want to get his fucking ass kicked. He's fighting Luke Rockhold. He got choked out in fucking two rounds. And he's probably kind of a dick to some of the fans. And I understand why. I, 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 but I also understand, listen, the fans are the ones paying the fucking, you, you know, to see you. So I understand both points of view. Okay. If you want to get people's autographs and that's what makes you happy, do it. Okay, you're gonna do it anyway. The fuck you need? What the fuck you care what I think?
4: I'm, I'm gonna say similar, but kind of the same thing. If if you're doing something that makes you happy, who gives a shit what other people think or say? You know what I mean? Like if it makes you happy, that. But you all
1: can't have both ways. You can't say I'm CB. This is my fucking. I'm on the podcast. I don't though okay, anymore. But you can't say I'm. This is what I talk about, and, and anyone could. And then and then get mad at people coming at you. I either block them. Okay, which is what I do. If you don't like my jokes, I block them. I don't, I block I don't wanna them.
0: fucking. I don't want to be like that, and I'm not. I'm not here to bash Bisping. Like, I'm not here to say he's an asshole. I'm just telling the fans from a first-person, eyewitness perspective what was going on Fight Week. And before this podcast, all weekend, oh, well, CB says he's an asshole, but CB's the
1: only one. I'm like, no, I was there. Yeah, okay, but you can't have it both ways. You can't say, look, guys. Listen to what the fuck I want to. Uh, the, I look what I have to say, and then get mad. People respond. No, but
0: it's the way that it's presented on this podcast is my issue. Uh, okay, I think you see it as like comedy, and I don't see <laughs> this it is as comedy, comedy
1: podcast.
0: I don't see it as comedy. This, so this
1: is the well, you want to have the CB crafting series No, podcast? no, no, no! I'm not talking about that. <laughs> but like, I have. Never mind. The fact that you t- you intera- uh, I gotta leave in a few minutes anyway. Oh, okay, everyone's mad at me.
0: This is my. I'm fault. not mad at you. you. Mad at- I'm getting ready for your know, show, I so more. I can go oh, yeah, feed yeah. my dog, so I can bring my parents to come see you perform. That right. I hype you to everybody. I fucking uh, I know, know, and I, I separate that. the
1: two. Trust uh, okay. me. Okay, all right. We had we
0: had this conversation right. Saturday
1: night. All right. What do we talk? Let's talk about Ariel Hawani. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's fucking back, and that means I can't have his job. So uh, I'm pissed. You you, you you you
1: were you were right there. Listen. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Adam. Uh, look, Guys. All right, Ariel Helwani. Uh, uh, as as you guys know, what happened to Ariel Hawani this week, where Ariel Helwani um, leaked the Brock information before they wanted to, then got escorted out, then went on the uh, MMA hour, ha- broke down, started crying, uh, and then now he's unbanned. Um, I have a couple thoughts about this. Number one, according to Joe Rogan, okay, what he and he he wasn't a hundred percent on it, but. He basically – it was presented to them that, like, don't leak this information or people might get fired, and Ariel did it anyway. Yeah, uh, the
4: UFC, if they have something like that out and I mean anything. And if they have something that's <laughs> that they're going to put out and you know about it, the first thing they're going to tell you is don't put that out before we do.
1: And you know what? Ariel works for the UFC. And that's the problem that I have with – every look. I like Ariel, okay, even though he doesn't necessarily like me, okay, because I said t- he looks like Toucan Sam or something, or <laughs> I, I, I made a joke about him being Gargamel from the Smurfs. <laughs> and he got upset about that, but, now, but, but, like, but, like, now we're cool, I guess. I don't want to see anyone lose their job. From a, from a person who've, who's lost many jobs, almost every job I've ever had, okay, it sucks. And he's got a family. Yeah. I think he's got two kids. You don't want to see anyone lose their job, okay? At the same time, this is not the case of a reporter reporting and, lo- and losing a job he's working for the ufc <laughs> when you work for a company a company a private company you can't just go rogue and, and do your own shit and that's sort of what he did and it's it's a, a situation where he is a reporter but he's still kind of on salary and that's what I, what I think is the case if i'm wrong i'm wrong some people say he's not working for the ufc other people say he is he says his checks are signed by ZUFA so if you you know check what though? By Zufa, in, you got be
4: In my eyes, it doesn't matter to me if he's working for the UFC or not on top of MMA fighting. If the UFC for sure I know told him don't release this before we do he released it he he knew what he knew what he was doing and you know what I mean it happened. Me personally, do I think they're gonna ban him for life? No I'm sure they were gonna ban him for you know what I mean the certain amount of time just to teach him a lesson to let him know that they're serious and you know what I mean like when we told you not to lo- release this before we did. Like we were serious and you did it. So we're going to ban you. You know what I mean? Like I understand it, but I don't, I don't feel like they were going to ban him for life. I think that was, that's a little drastic for them to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I just felt like me personally, he shouldn't have done it. Like he should have just waited and, and you know what I mean? Posted it, you know, simultaneously or seconds later. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. Like, what does it matter? If, you know what I mean? To him? Like, is it really that big of a deal that he wants to be the first person to put that out or could he have waited a few seconds? I mean, yeah it's a stupid situation
3: it's kind of dude that's a hundred percent a big deal in his business like that's a big thing if he can he can make that announcement before the ufc does that's a big scoop that's like a big thing for him is so that if, is that we're sacrificing his main but he's
1: working like, for the ufc yeah, that's that's, that's I mean, the you,
3: conflict here
4: it, for sure yeah,
1: if he was just a a rogue reporter i'd say absolutely fucking report yeah okay but, but if what's you're what's his main it, reporting it's ufc like he's like he knew better but if you're getting a, a check anyway. from the ufc you can't then have it both ways.
3: Well, didn't he claim that, like, he's... Even though he's getting his check from Zufa, he still doesn't necessarily work for Zufa? Like,
1: well, then give those checks to somebody else, then.
3: I, I hear what you're saying. Like, And you're right. but C D Yeah, but still, regardless, if, Zufa, if Zufa's
4: paying him or not... Come on, you're really checks, upset about this? They told him for sure, don't release this before we do. He did. And that's what happened. I, I haven't heard that. And if that's the case, he's wrong. It, that happens with everyone. Like, I mean, any kind of, like, Ultimate Fighter guys, all we're all told not to release any kind of information... You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're in you know you're in some kind of lawsuit. The UFC is like if you release information, we're, you're in a lawsuit. Like we hope you, could, you got millions of dollars paid for this lawsuit because we're going to sue the shit out of you. That's how they are. You know
1: what I mean? Like they want to be the ones to release it because it's their information. Should he have gotten fired? No. Uh, should he got thrown out? No. At the same time, it's like if you if you don't want to take those checks from the UFC, th- then don't take the then go on your own and then you can report all you want.
3: Tell you what, it's been the best thing to happen to the UFC. What most mainstream press they've ever had. And for him. Now, yeah, who's talking about all work. this? He no, 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 no. Like, how many times has ESPN and, and so many of these mainstream reporters been talking about Brock Lesnar and UFC 200 now? Like, this has blown up the whole event way more than it even
1: could have without him doing this. Now, that being said, Brock Lesnar fighting Mark Hunt. I mean, this is just a horrible matchup. Like, I mean, I, I actually was, I was saying to Dana, I'm like, you guys gotta fight a guy. You gotta find someone who has no punching power for Brock to fight. And they, they found the guy with cut. the most punching power
4: for him to fight. Uh, yeah, but okay, I'm gonna say this. That, that's a, in, in striking, that's a really bad matchup for Lesnar. But as far as like grappling, Lesnar's a big, huge dude. And if he just bull charges him and spears Hunt to the ground, Lesnar will take advantage of him. He has by two all submissions.
1: Means. He has an arm triangle. Actually, he has one submission. He has an arm triangle. It Doesn't
4: matter. Like Lesnar is like over three hundred pounds probably when he, he's fighting. He's a big, big dude, and if he's on top of you, he'll just beat the shit out of you. And Mark Hunt is, is Mark Hunt can take a beating. And he hat. can, but when he's on his back and his ass whooped like that, like no one can. And you know, every man has his limit. And if I think if Lesnar takes him down, like Lesnar could win the fight easily. But if, it, if he can't take Mark Hunt down, Lesnar's in a lot of trouble. I mean, he's going to wake up not knowing what happened.
1: Yeah, no, I, I just think it's a bad matchup for Brock. I mean, and do we really want to see this? Do you want to see Brock take three years off, get knocked out? I mean, is this is what we all want to see. I mean, I don't want to see it. I, I, I want to see Brock Lesnar fight. I just don't want to see him fight Mark Hunt. I yeah. would like to see him fight. I think
4: they should have gave him a, a little lower level But then who? Who are they going to
1: do? Who, Sean Jordan? I mean, who are, I'm going down the, the rankings of like, who are they going to find well, he's out? a former champ. I would definitely give him a top
4: 10 guy, but, I mean, who? someone a little more better of a matchup for him. I'd have to dig through names, like, to, honestly, to give him, like, if I were to pick a fight for him. CB, who would you have Brock fight?
3: Frank Mir. Can't. He's, he popped, tested positive. He's out. Um, I mean, prob- not, I would like I to see, see that again. Oh, okay. so would I. It's, yeah. a, it's the rubber match. Carwin's been retired Berg. too, but it's not about getting the best matchup. They brought him in for to sell pay per views, and Mark Hunt versus Brock Lesnar is gonna sell pay per views. Of course, but, yeah. you, but that's why but he's how there. Adam. Fight it doesn't matter. They Brock they, they just and want and the pay per view buys. What? Brock by ground and pound. <laughs> Really?
0: He's not dumb enough to go in there and fucking swing with Mark Hunt. Nobody's dumb enough to go in there and swing with Who's Mark Hunt. pound Mark Hunt? I don't think he's that stupid. A, like, didn't
1: he? Stephen didn't ground and pound him. He just he yeah, but look,
0: but look at it this way. You have one of the, and I'm not talking pro wrestling. I'm talking one of the best heavyweight wrestlers that you've ever seen in the UFC. I mean, the first thing that Frank, that uh, Mike Goldberg said when when he fought Mir the first time. How long until Brock goes for a takedown? And he couldn't even finish the sentence. It was three seconds in, and he barreled through him fucking hits heath herring at the start of their fight and then barrels through him all he has to do is go for the fastest double leg you're ever going to see in an mma fight get to mount and just start fucking pounding him you think mark hunt's going to throw up an arm bar or a no. bottom a bottom arm triangle? he's going to no. draw he's going to take him down immediately brock doesn't like getting hit he didn't like getting hit in practice and he's fastest double leg you'll ever see in your life Past the mount, because they'll probably land on either side or half guard. Past the mount, and brain on top of it. You're looking at a 300, 310-pound guy that's going to come in and just fucking, yeah, do I think Brock can lose? Yeah, there's a very good possibility he could lose that fight. But he has to shoot immediately, and he's not dumb enough to go in there with the most powerful hands in the heavyweight division, if not the UFC. He got no a striking match with Overeem.
4: But also, too, he also, uh, well, yeah, look what happened. But also, uh, Lesnar is a really good wrestler. Great wrestler. Especially for his size. But like
1: Sean McCorkle said when he fought Mark Hunt, he missed him with an uppercut and it still hurt. (laughs) I mean, this dude, the fucking wind hurt him. I mean, I don't know. I I just think it's a bad match. Fast as
0: double leg. Don't even come out there. One of two things. Come out there and shoot as hard as you fucking can as soon as you get near the guy. Or you come out there, pump a couple jabs thinking Hunt's going to think, you know, what the hell is he doing? And then just fucking grab his legs. You, you can't tell me that Brock cannot take down Mark Hunt. I don't give a shit who Mark Hunt trains with. There is no way that he can stop a double leg from
4: Brock Lesnar. Nobody can. If I were to give him like an even matchup as like me hit versus me hit, I'd probably give him someone like Todd Duffy. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: Todd Duffy, Todd Duffy would have been a perfect opponent for Brock Lesnar. Todd Duffy Todd,
3: wanted that fight, too. Todd's Did coming he? off a terrible loss. Like That's, well, that's just, not going to sell pay-per-views. And the UFC brought in Brock to sell tickets and pay-per-views.
1: But you think Brock... I mean, I think Brock anybody would sell t- pay-per-views. Not, dude, who's, who cares
3: about Brock versus Todd Lesnar versus Brock versus Mark Hunt? We wouldn't even be talking about Brock versus Todd, Todd Duffy right now and how the fight would go. You wouldn't. I mean, bringing
0: Brock back, you saw the commercial... On Saturday night, nobody knew who he was fighting till Monday, and the internet broke. It was that whole UFC 200 ad, which, by the way, which is, is the whole, my whole point. an amazing ad. But then it's, can you see me now? And it shows Brock, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Yes, does it matter who he's fighting to sell? Yes, but in terms of selling UFC 200, they just doubled their pay-per-view buys by having the name Brock Lesnar in the co-main. And they know it's big enough that they're putting it ahead of their Women's Bantamweight Championship and their Interim Featherweight Championship. Uh, It is the co-main event. I mean,
1: the crazy part about this whole uh, fight is that, uh, that, uh, what's his name, Uh, the the ex-champion is on Fight Pass. Uh, The 135 is on Fight Pass on this card. That's, that's crazy. They need to pad this card. His last fight was the, for the title... And now he's on Fight Pass at UFC 200.
0: Yeah, but that's the same thing as, you know, Al Jermaine and Caraway. That was arguably one of the best matchups on the fight night. It was on Fight Pass. BJ Penn was going to be on Fox Sports prelims yeah. when he was fighting, no matter who he was fighting. They're, they're trying to get people interested into the Fight Pass, get their $10 a month, because there is a lot of money for the UFC there, yeah. They're $10 a month. The Fox Sports prelims, you know, the most advertising they do during their Fight Pass and their Fox Sports prelims is advertising for the event that night, which I laugh at because you're like I already know this is happening but there's people that are like you know they set you up to go yeah I got to order that pay-per-view yeah, you put Matt Brown and Damian Maio on the fight on the Fox Sports prelims and people are going shit I guess I have to order 198 not that the all other Fox that, fights fight. it yeah, was crazy
1: uh, uh Kelvin Gaston by the way came to my show on uh, Sunday he shows up and I'm like oh he, was, he, he came late I'm like oh he uh, couldn't make, make, make wait for the show and he uh, the yeah, time. he showed up yeah. with like Twenty minutes left. I, I, I know. was very. I think he was hitting the back. I think he wanted to be seen. oh uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's a very Bubba Jenkins thing to do.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now well, uh, you listen. also had Hegan Machado there. You also had Ed Sora's there. Sean McCorkle. Sean McCorkle got yelled at by the staff. I know. I didn't know what that was about, but I'm like, dude, when you're sitting down, you're pretty much standing. And then up, James so.
1: Mutari was <laughs> there. Oh, yeah. he was. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know this. That. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Listen. That is our uh, our podcast. People, do not hit up CB and give him a hard time for the Michael anyway. Bisping thing. Please do not, okay? Can we the, touch on one thing before sure. we end that's
0: very important? Yes. Kimbo Slice.
1: Yes. Rest in peace to Kimbo Slice. Yeah, sad very sad. Uh, got a guy who was a, a definition of a warrior. I mean, the American dream. Dude went from YouTube to fighting yeah, in the fight UFC. In the he, you know, he
0: was part of, uh, he was the main event for two of the five biggest MMA fight events ever on cable television wow his fight i think I it was that. uh the petrozzelli fight on elite X E and and i think the other one might have been his or no i think the tank abbott fight and then one, the bellator with shamrock was like two of the biggest highest rated mma events of all time on cable television i
1: did not know that so rest in peace kimbo slice so that is our podcast today uh tomorrow we have hanato on uh should be fun so listen once again guys because I don't want to hear CB fucking complain All right oh, See All right Here we go again <laughs> Do not give him a hard time okay? Sean do you have a
3: podcast You all need right? someone <laughs> Dude he, Adam just made it so much worse for you dude right. I, yeah, I know
0: yeah, That's yeah, what he does gonna give him It's balls. all right yeah. I got my parents coming you, to his dime CB bar tonight CB is, is a my friend fuck out of him Yeah he is
1: my oh, friend And I do not want him to have any kind of stress in his life Okay He's a fragile life is Delicate stressful. soul Oh uh, Okay God, yeah, Listen so I quit Smells like sunshine So you quit
0: I quit I quit. Tyler can have the belt.
1: Oh, no, no. Tyler, really? Can I have the belt? Listen, um, it's a $600 belt, right? No, actually, it goes
0: to Caraway because he's the most roasted.
1: Oh, okay. Caraway does get the belt. So, uh, what do we I don't really, do? Phone calls. Can we do phone calls yet? <laughs> you got it today? All right. So, we're going to start doing phone calls again on the show. But I like when well, they don't know phone calls. Um, oh, thanks, CB, <laughs> making a fucking face. Listen, I want to thank Mac Danzig, Vince Pichel... CB Gold And uh, Sean Jacoby Okay American Icon Autographs He used to sponsor us Hopefully one day he will sponsor us again We fucking need sponsors I need posters For this fucking uh, I, uh, I got thing. you
0: 18 of them
1: coming hey, What are you talking about <laughs> I've They're been, coming it, on I've, I've, been, I've been to his yeah, shop James and Monroe and him That's this, it This dude's got thousands it's Of fucking metal. posters Millions of How yeah, posters of his yet. posters Are straight right now oh, neither, neither are you Okay so <laughs> Roasted. All right. So, no <laughs> Meanwhile, you up
0: my girlfriend every time she's in studio, yeah, she's, but she's smoke- I'm straight. She's smoking hot. Straight. Your
1: girlfriend's hot. All right. It's a beat. I know. All I right, upgraded. Listen, you should see um, the next one. So, uh, next what? You, I uh, said I upgraded. You should see the next one. Nice. <laughs> Let's do my jokes back to me. Listen. Uh, July Fourth. Memorize your entire uh, set. UFC fight weekend. I will be at the Stratosphere Hotel performing at the LA Comedy Club. If you want free tickets, hit me up. I will hook you up with free tickets. Okay, I know Frank Mir says he might perform on the show. Leslie Smith, uh, we got. A, we're also doing a podcast live from Vegas that weekend. Okay, yes, yes, you're invited. I'm uh, not gonna be there, dude. I uh, can't come to Vegas that week. Well, we're still we're still doing a podcast. Okay, yeah, uh, now, <laughs> Duh. so um, now uh, also uh, uh, coming up next week, I will be at the Comedy Cave in Calgary. The following week at the Comedy Club in Rochester. Uh, New York. You the Dime Bar every Tuesday night? Every Tuesday night, the Dime Bar. It's going to be fun. It's a great lineup. you got Damon, a good lineup. Got Damon yeah. Wayans Jr. tonight. Uh, it's going to be good. And you got Tyler yeah. Bowe I and got his got last Tyler performance. Bowe, his last LA performance. What, what's with the.
4: Uh, I've seen the posters on Facebook saying Dana White and then uh, who else is going to be there? No,
1: but, that was last week. That was at uh, the Laugh Factory. Yeah, it was oh, I mean, Dana, Matt, Sarah, Sarah yeah, yeah, and yeah.
4: Uh, Dean Thomas. You
1: are right on yeah. top of it, dude. Yep, All right, so. <laughs> So listen. I was going to uh, go this Tuesday to that one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm on my way there now. All right. Well, listen. Thank you. Okay. Once again, do not harass CB Gold. All right? So, and, but if you do, Subliminal make sure it's messages. very funny Subliminal and tag me. At least if it's clever, it's fine. But if you're going to send me
0: fucking hate tweets of like, you don't know shit and nobody likes you, blah, blah, blah. Like the underground is tearing me apart, but then there's another thread that everybody loves me. So I'm like, well, fuck you guys. If I
4: got 20 haters, I'm working up to 40.
1: Yes, because you're very good at dealing with that. All right, so, so listen. And so he's uh,
4: actually a really cool dude because he said he had a, b- a Bane mask for me, and he pulled through and he gave me a Bane. I, I have
1: the, two.
0: I have two for b- what do you have? Bane. Bane mask from Batman.
4: Yeah. He asked. He yeah. Because I was out. Uh, I was working and I was up in an attic and I have a respirator on and I'm just like up in an attic putting in uh, like junction boxes because I'm I'm an electrician now. So he he's, he's tweeting me back like, hey, I got a real life Bane mask you can have for me on Instagram or, or Twitter, Twitter, right? Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Um, and he told me he had one And I was like Oh sweet Like cool Like you know what I mean Like someone showed up Like held
1: it me up Since that was like what? So if anybody wants want to you To send them stuff Just tweet CB He will send you Whatever what you want What happened to the t-shirt okay. contest uh, There's a, well, there's a t-shirt, t-shirt contest No, <laughs> no we, we we have a winner The problem is They're like They're no like No uh, No they're like $9 <laughs> to make But then um, I don't know if I want to sell I'm going to have to buy Like 500 of them I don't know if I'm I want to sell I just want one Yeah I'll fucking make them I All right, guy that can
0: make Your shirts cheaper than that Really So you think the darkness Is your ally
4: Don't worry about it Adam's not having it Adam's not having it That's our podcast
0: (laughs) That was the weirdest weirdest (laughs) book ever guys Thank you (laughs)